0: But it's like, for me, it's the way that he wiped his, his mouth. His mouth. Why did it have
1: to be on his, like, Brian
0: Johnson?
2: Ryan Johnson, I
1: have questions. Ryan Johnson confirmed Kylo ate Ray's pussy right there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the monsters i'm M. Hi, hi i'm Seth i'm sad and we have as promised a special guest joining us today g how about you introduce yourself hi i'm g long time no <laughs> see uh yeah g has joined us for several episodes before the yeah. Bridge Kingdom. Uh, sh- you were on Catch Up and Chill Five. You also joined us for something else, which I'm forgetting right now.
1: It was a Wallflower book, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. right. It happened what yeah. autumn? That's the yes, one. yes, yes. The yes, the conspiracy.
0: Yes. Uh. Yes. <laughs> episode. <laughs> um, and the reason why G is joining us today is because. We are now discussing The Last Jedi, the second uh, movie in the sequel trilogy of Star Wars. Or, if you're S, we're discussing (laughs) The Rise of Skywalker,
3: apparently. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how that happened. What happened, S? I don't know. I just, I watched, I put on the movie. But you know what? I think it was because when I went to click on, to start watching the movie... The Rise of the Skywalker was before the Last Jedi, so I just hmm. figured it was on Disney Plus. Like, on Disney Plus, so I just figured mm. like that was the order, so I clicked that and I just started mm. watching it.
1: I mean, they would like to think that that's the order and outright, you know, delete the Last Jedi, but that's another. But I
0: th- I think bottom line is uh that was a failure on our end like clearly <laughs> clearly <laughs> we didn't we didn't we weren't like obvious enough about what movie we were discussing
1: we didn't say the last Jedi enough times <laughs> yeah probably not.
0: Which, you know, uh, that's fine, because failure is really the theme of the movie for today. <laughs> so we're on brand true. on that front. Uh, yeah. Failure yeah. on all accounts. I still stand by
2: what I said. S watched it in, like, true Star Wars fashion.
0: They literally
2: want you to be confused when watching Star Wars, because the prequels came out before the sequels,
0: and then this, and... Th- uh-huh. Yeah, but the movies within a trilogy are supposed to be watched in order. <laughs>
3: But you know what, <laughs> weirdly, weirdly enough, watching the Rise of the Skywalker, like, it was confusing, but it made sense. Yeah. And now jumping back into The Last uh-huh. Jedi, I'm just like, I don't know, confusion
1: all around.
0: I have a theory about why it low-key made sense. Um, I mean, it's
1: not a theory. It's a, it's outright a fact. Yeah.
0: The Rise of Skywalker and The Force Awakens were made by the same director jj abrams and i kind of think that he made a sequel to the force awakens more so than a sequel to the last jedi he took oh. elements of it but so i i think that it just um confirms my theory that uh, yeah you probably weren't that lost because he really was making a sequel to the movie that you did watch <laughs> so so yeah but that's uh, me being bitter
1: <laughs> speaking of the last jedi what is it about? So this movie picks up right after the battle um, of Starkiller Base, and we have Le- Leia, who uh, leads the resistance forces um, to flee uh, their their base uh, when the First Order fleet arrives. And um, Poe Dameron leads a very intense counterattack that basically destroys. Um, it's a, what is it called again? A dreadnought? Yeah. Like, one of their, like, um, like it just, like, it, you know, it attacks things and kills them. It's, like, an intense ship. <laughs> Great <laughs> explanation
0: of what a ship is. Shut up. It's a big thing that attacks a <laughs> thing and kills that people. That attacks other things.
1: <laughs> Whatever. Okay, anyways. So, the Resistance uh, escapes to hyperspace, and they destroy that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, sadly, it's, like, a serious, like, massacre of the Resistance members, and a lot of them die. <coughs> No thanks to Poe Dameron? Yeah. Um, Sorry. He thought, you know, they're already here. Let's just destroy the dreadnought. Yeah. Um, anyways, during all that time, we have Rey who is on Octu and is trying to bring Luke back to fight with the Resistance. But he is not having it. He went on that island to die and he's standing by that. Um, but then he somewhat agrees to train her in the ways of the Force. But during that time as well on Octu, we discover that Ray and Kylo Ren have this uh connection of sorts that uh gets explored in this film and two enemies who uh could not have a conversation before this are forced to talk to one another and so forced proximity. Yeah. Of the mind. Yeah. Anyways, that's a very bad summary
0: of this movie. No, but... It's not. Um... I just before we dive into like what we actually think of this movie, I just need to take a moment of pause because I'm I'm still like reeling, like I I still kind of can't believe we're here talking about this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm still like I still feel like I hallucinated the Force Awakens, like us talking about like I'm still thinking this that was all a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a quick recap of what S thought of
3: that movie? Oh yeah, sure, S. Um yeah, I liked it, I enjoyed it. I mean, I'm here. <laughs> Yeah, I liked it enough to continue watching the rest of the movies.
1: Honestly, G, I feel like we were part of that small group of individuals that really shipped Rey and Kylo um, after the first movie. So I feel like it is kind of hard for some he people to He picked her that.
2: up as a bride in the forest <laughs> and kidnapped her. What yeah, more do you need from a ship?
0: What kind of exactly. Hades and Persephone kind of shit is that? Exactly. Um, but speaking of, actually, that's a, that's a good point. Uh, you weren't there last time. Yeah. Uh, Steph and I kind of went into, like, you know, how we got into Star Wars and everything. Um, But since you're here, um, how about you briefly explain how you got into Star Wars and specifically how you got into the sequel trilogy? I've loved Star Wars since I was a kid. My
2: dad really loved Star Wars, and I remember watching the movies with him. Um, In fact, my first job was at a movie rental. Business and we, I remember specifically, I got the special edition. I don't know what year anniversary special edition, Blu-ray set of the sequels and the prequels for his birthday. And like we binged watched it that whole weekend for his birthday. Um, Hayden Christensen was my first celebrity crush as Anakin. Like same,
0: <laughs> I said the same
2: thing. Like for he's he was. It's the scar, the long hair, the like yes. emo
0: yeah. angsty. From
2: it, and then it, I had a type for sure back then because it was Hayden Christensen and Chad Michael Murray.
0: No. G <laughs> <Gee>,
2: same. <laughs>
0: Those same. were my two
2: crushes back then. Um, oh my god. So yeah, like I love Star Wars. I mean, literally as long as I can remember. Um, so it was just natural for me to get hype about the newer films coming out, um, and I went every premiere to see them, and you know all that kind of stuff. So, that's how I got into it. Um, I don't know at one po- at what point I became, like, a villain lover, anti-hero Apologists. lover.
0: Mm-hmm. But,
2: I really think Kylo Ren, like,
0: ah. set it off. He popped
2: that cherry for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Draco was there always. Mm-hmm. Like, I never, like, found any kind of connection with but Harry is or is Draco
0: really, like, a villain villain? No, or he's is he not. just a misled kid? Yes. But, like, yeah. you know how
2: they portray him in the books. And especially when I was little, like, no, he's the bad guy. Harry doesn't like him. He, he's more like a bully. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Kylo Ren really, like, was a pivotal point in my journey with villains.
1: So was I the only one that was, like, a hardcore Darth Maul girl? Um, probably. I thought you liked him. Or I you do. you started liking him later on. Later on. Oh, actually,
2: hold on. What am I talking about? Rewind. Anakin was my first taste of like, oh, he's bad, but I like it. True. Mm. Mm. Like, yeah. he he is the reason why I, if I had to choose, I would choose the dark side. Like, it yeah, is yeah. because of Anakin.
0: Yeah. In the third okay. movie with the yellow eyes, like, sorry, but like. <sighs> On Mustafar, so absolutely. It does certain things. It does certain things. I also love that S Loki perked up when you said Draco. Like I, I did notice that from the, <laughs> the corner of my eye. She went like, Ooh? Oh gosh, I'm exposing this girl.
3: I love me some Draco.
0: Do you remember your um, how you played a part into making me a Raylo? Did I share fan art? Yeah. 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 It's always fan art. It's always fan I, art for M. It
2: always is. It always is. I and you know what's crazy? Em, I remember exactly where I was. When you replied to my Instagram story. I was working at Barnes. It was that
0: momentous.
2: It was yeah. like
1: a huge moment.
2: I And I don't know if Seth and I were friends yet. I think we were because you also Jane, responded to We were to- talking
1: about yes. it. I think we yeah. were sending a fan art back and forth. And, and then, then for we posted reason- it. I think you sent it either in like our group chat with Marge or no, it was I, I literally know. just me on I Instagram. Post, yeah, I mistake. posted on
2: I posted it on my story and she responded to my story. And I no, literally you,
0: you sli- no you slid into my DMs with Did the really? Trademark. Yeah, but by mistake. And I was like, hold up a minute. What is this? Yeah, is that so that's why right? I think
1: we were trying to we were talking yeah. to each other. And then I think it ended up in Marge's DMs. DMs. Um, and great. I remember
0: exactly
2: where I was. I was working at Barnes. It was at night, and I was behind the register.
1: Not doing
0: your job. Nope. <laughs> or actually doing your job very well, because here we are. Yes.
2: <laughs> um, so, yeah. It's always – fan. listen, word of advice. If you want Marge to get into something, send her fan art. Even though yeah. I'm still trying. We're going to get there with BTS. We're going to get there.
0: <laughs> um, but I'm not going to yeah. say anything, because lately, whenever I say never – it just uh, it yeah. happens naturally. Famous last words.
2: We got listen. We got S to watch Harry Potter. We got S to watch Star Wars.
1: Yeah. We got Marge
2: <laughs> to read Reverse Harem. Nachos
0: did it first, though. But we got S to rewatch.
1: Strykers. yes nachos for nachos. real nachos. let's thank you let's like nachos for you know a few seconds you know <laughs> thank you nachos thank you
3: nachos honestly thank you nachos <laughs> <Really good. laughs> we love you
2: nachos <laughs> um so yeah never say never because you never know
0: true true and you know like a couple months ago i was saying like no multiple partners and here i am yes yeah, so breeding reverse harem and such so and enjoying it's it crazy yeah. Yeah, and and to be honest, uh, I think it's fan art that did it for us too. I sent her a bunch of fan art at yeah. some point. Uh, that was like, you know, first it was like, you know, TikToks and stuff. <laughs> then i don't know what was the second thing and then the third thing i was like no that's, this is this is the deciding thing
1: you know it has to- was it like the raunchy fan art
0: it was it was a mix of like sweet stuff and like raunchy stuff but it was like literally More like, raunchy, 100 100 <laughs> fan art it was it was a dump it was the raunchy that got her yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. and you know like that night she that's the night that she went okay so it worked it worked it always works so thank
2: you artists who make fan art that um make us yes. join
0: other fandoms yeah exactly for real so speaking of us you watched the last jedi for real for real <laughs>
3: <Yes>. <laughs> what did you think i think i was more i'm more confused now watching jumping into this one after well that was your own mistake.
1: damn fault okay yeah, it is. is no it is yeah.
3: but it i was left confused and maybe a a little dissatisfied because I was like Mm. really excited for what happened with the third movie but you're not supposed to to get there (laughs) until you've had what comes before you had to suffer first
2: to get there yeah yeah
3: so I think I suffered for like two hours and like 30 minutes which it wasn't bad it's just my interest was elsewhere yeah because she already knew with the third movie
0: but then is the payoff as good you know, when you don't actually get the like darker middle chapter, you don't get the angst. Yeah, yeah,
2: and angst is important, I think, for these two.
1: My heart broke a bit when you sent that message. You're like, I watched the Rise of Skywalker yeah. first, and I'm like, no. Yeah,
0: and she yeah. she sounds excited about it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, <laughs> it's yeah just, I am. you know
1: I mean, I'm happy for you that yeah, you liked it. Yeah. Um, Did you watch the whole thing or just like... No, I stopped, stopped
3: it right in that one thing at the end where he was... Uh, he got back off on the clip and he was like going towards her. Oh towards- my God. I <laughs> stopped that. was like, wait mom? a minute, this is supposed to happen. Like No way
2: you
0: stopped How there. How is that the moment that makes you go that's this is not supposed to happen? Because
3: <laughs> she knows. How about all the forced connections that come before that you must have been like, what? <laughs> Everything before that, like, it was great. Like, I was, like, giddy, jumping in my chair. Like, really? I was hooked on to, like, watching it. I don't know. Like, there were moments where I should have questioned, why is this happening? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But I, I was just, I was into it. I was into it. I was watching everything. And it's just, I continued until I got to that moment. I was like, okay, this isn't supposed to happen. I shouldn't be watching this. Something's wrong. So, I like, went online real quick and actually looked up the... The Roman numerals and like the order of the fucking <laughs> movies. I'm like, I watched the wrong one.
2: Okay, so wait, pause. Do you, without spoiling it, do you know what happens at the end?
3: Yeah, because I've seen, I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen. This, okay, this is the one that right. she
1: went to get nachos for. Yeah, remember? so
3: I'm yeah, I've seen this movie, so I know what happens, but I forgot. I'm thinking I'm watching the second movie, so I'm getting to that moment. It's breaking my heart. I'm just like, no, like, this wasn't... I wasn't supposed to experience that, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So... If there's any way that you can erase the Rise of Skywalker from your head... It's there. It's it's there? It's here. okay. Okay, but
0: here's a question, though. Like, how do you feel about Rey and Kylo's journey in... And
3: the last Jedi. In the second movie, I like, I like, I love everything about them. Okay, that's that's all we care about. Yeah, that's all that matters. I don't care about anybody else. Just their moments. Okay. Because yeah,
0: honestly, yeah. it would be sad if you didn't get to experience like the beginning. You know, because mm-hmm. like I said, to me, the parts that are good about *The Rise of Skywalker* Skywalker are good because you get the beginning here of like mm-hmm. something yeah. a brewing between these characters, yeah. and it slowly progresses and evolves and. It's exciting in The Rise of Skywalker because you see how it really has changed over time. Like, it's so much more. But here in The Last Jedi, it's it begins with just, the, you know, eye contact and, you know, breathing mm-hmm. and then being able to talk to each other. And, and, you know, in the next movie, they're literally like in each other's space and can interact yeah. with each other's space, which is kind of cool. Um yeah. the one thing that they did right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. G, how do you, how do you, how do you feel about the last Jedi? And and you said you watched it recently. Mm-hmm. But how did it feel? Was it the first time after watching The Rise of Skywalker for you? Yeah, so something about me is
2: I have comfort movies that I watch over and over again. Harry Potter is one of them. Star Wars I don't really watch often. I don't rewatch it often. Um Peter does, my boyfriend. He will watch it when it's on TV and he's like, oh, hey, it's on TV and we'll just sit and watch it. But I'm not I don't actively seek it out
0: because it's painful. It wasn't always painful, though.
2: No, I mean, yes and no. Yes and no. When you think of my favorite characters, I've always been in pain
0: because they always die. (laughs) Star Wars is about dying. It's not about hope.
2: Exactly. Uh, (laughs) A Last
1: hope. Where? (laughs) Dead. That's where. (laughs) Hope lives in the the galaxy. uh, Where?
2: Yeah. So after The Force Awakens, I was like, okay, like, this is nice. I only cared about Raylo, let's be honest. And so The Last Jedi was like, oh, my God, they're doing something right. They're going to do it. They're
0: going for it. Were you into, like, the speculations before The Last yes. Jedi came out? Yes. Okay, you were into that. I don't remember I was, you were.
2: Okay. I was huge on um, Tumblr. After um, right, do you the remember? Tumblr
1: days. Yes. yes, I was too. So
2: like, I was reading heavy, like meta. I was in the theories. Like, I was uh-huh. in it. Uh-huh. I was in it, and I was like, "They're gonna make this happen." I can't believe they're actually doing this. We got a new director. It looked promising. Um, so mm-hmm. I really enjoyed. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, as far as Raylo goes, the movie itself. The storyline—it fell flat for me, even back then. Interesting. Yeah. Here's the thing: it's hard for me to say because before a Raylo fan, I am a Star Wars fan. Like, yeah. I genuinely enjoy all of Star Wars. I don't know. I was just like, okay, like the storyline's cool. Um, I should also preface this by saying that I genuinely do not care about Luke Skywalker in the slightest. Hate.
0: This is this this here is a
2: Luke Skywalker hate account. Okay. Great, yeah. thank you. Um, Fair. Fair. So I could care less about him and the fact that they made such a big emphasis on
0: Luke, we need your help, blah, blah, I
1: uh-huh. don't
0: care. Well, I actually, I think they actually did him, did him a, a, a service in this movie. Of, I agree with that Giving him large. at least an, an arc that explores what it's like to be considered a legend or a hero and actually failing in the end and, yeah. and the pressure that comes from that. I think that was interesting. Luke as the hero, absolutely uninteresting to me. Don't yeah. like it. Yeah. Don't want it. Yeah. No, I agree with that. The fact that they
2: made, like, such a big, like, like Ray seeking him out and all that, like, girl, you can do it yourself. But obviously she didn't know that back then. But, like, you know what I mean? And also, I would like to, well, we haven't gotten there yet, but that last fight scene, I have a lot of words. Okay. About, with, you know, Kylo and Luke, I have a lot of words.
0: Yeah. A lot of thoughts. Stuff uh this we all know is a very painful experience for you yeah (laughs) so how Um, did it go
1: like gee i just feel like the whole like star wars in general at least for me i've like divorced myself from it i've said that many times on the podcast because of like the pain it causes me and because like like all the girls here i'm including us i'm not too sure if you feel the same way of like the love i had for ben solo and like the feelings i had especially this movie like I felt so much more for him because you were allowed to see how broken he was as a man. Hmm. Like, as a child, you were allowed to see that in this movie. That you're like, why the hell did he not find peace in this world? Like, this is the movie that, again, made me feel all the emotions. And I, yeah, I just, like, I feel sad again. And I'm like, I don't want to feel this way. I want to be able to, like, heal myself from, like, Star Wars and, like, the pain that it causes me. Like, honestly, yeah, it just hurt. But, um... I love Ray, I love Kylo, I love Ben, Kylo Ben, whatever. I don't know. I just feel like this movie as a Star Wars film was like the strongest. Like I will go down, like in this ship, whatever it is, I will go down because I love this film for everything that it was and everything that it like represented. And like I know like as a Raylo, a lot of RayLos feel the same way, but I feel like in terms of like even the side plots, I feel like this movie was very strong. But yeah, I enjoyed it. I loved, like Marge said, like Luke's, I guess, portrayal in this movie as him as like a flawed being and not like this hero. And I think Ray had to kind of see that and kind of had to like see that shift in him for her to be her own hero. Um, and I loved seeing her growth and her recognition in that. And then also like, like Kylo Ren, Ben Solo's journey in this film as well. I thought was really. <sighs> nice to see. Um, but yeah, it was still a very emotional watch for me. Um Yeah. As a Ben Solo lover. So I,
0: f- I feel like every movie has or at least the Force Awakens in this one has have lines that are bitter now that yeah. you know feel a little different, hit a little different now that we have, you know, the conclusion, or so they say, tinfoil at hat on (laughs) for the future (laughs) um personally um I mean this is my favorite Star Wars movie um I think it's rich in symbolism which is something I always appreciate it's aesthetically beautiful gorgeous um which is also something I I really love but I think bottom line for me is the strength its strength in how it portrays a, a female journey, yes. I think for me, is what back then and still to this day hits in a particularly, it just, it, it hits in a way that I don't think a lot of, of Western media does for me. Yeah. It, 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 it felt to me like it was speaking directly to me as a woman going through life and I connected with Rey in this movie particularly um you know The Force Awakens yeah sure there are themes in there that I can relate to but um I think her journey really starts here and it's complex and it's it's allowed to explore all kinds of you know, it's, it, she's allowed to go dark. She's allowed to go light. She's allowed to explore a balance between it all. I think the message... She's allowed to
1: have love in a way. She's allowed <laughs> to
0: have love and, and desire, sexual desire. She's allowed to explore yeah. herself in that way. She's allowed to... Yeah, it's just... It shows uh, a female perspective in a, in a way that is so very rare, unfortunately. And, and I will always treasure that, I think. Uh, her character is... We can talk about it in the next movie, but here, it just, it felt validating to me as yeah. a woman, I feel like. Um, and, you know, of course, um, Kylo Ben is no different. His journey here is just as precious to me. Um, I think it's important to see male characters um you know have to to confront their own well i guess maybe he doesn't do it as much in this movie but you know just his his arc if if anything his arc is the the one that's the best out of you know as like a trilogy type of arc you know for ray it starts here but for for him it really starts in the first movie and it it you know progresses in a very natural and beautiful way in three movies uh here it's his darker chapter like he's really exploring his own inner turmoil and I just think it's beautifully made and how can you how can you come out of this movie not feeling some type of way for him you know and and I I remember seeing this movie and thinking like wow Adam Driver really did
1: a fantastic job
0: like he he did
2: that he He ate that that, okay yeah (laughs) left no crumbs
1: I remember the first time I went, I believe it was, like, a Thursday night, like, the opening weekend. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was, like, I was, like, in awe. I couldn't believe what I saw. And then I literally went Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, same, yeah. <laughs>
0: I
2: remember that. Yeah,
1: I did Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like I said, just the I, – I always like movies that explore – things like failure you know like I feel like a lot of people came out of this movie being like well what's the point what did what did they achieve and it's like well what does it say that we always feel like the end point must be an achievement how about the journey there how about all the trials that are in the way until you actually reach that end point like here it's all about failure it's all about yeah, we set out to do something and we did it wrong because we didn't listen to the lessons that we were taught or yeah. we were reckless or we were arrogant or we were blinded by, you know, the the thought that we're an, uh, some kind of hero and therefore we're above... You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I feel like it makes us for such a a rich story that actually, like, you take something out of it. You know, it kind of
1: makes you think, like, yeah, maybe heroes do fail sometimes. And it starts, obviously, like, right from the beginning, even with Poe. I know, like, we don't really like Poe that much, but, Mm -hmm. like, he sees that as a win, but we know that as a failure. Even Leia says that. So I just feel like every character in this movie had that common theme within their story yeah and I
0: I kind of think that this movie kind of does it like a commentary on the following movie in the sense (laughs) that you know when you you talk about Poe and and the the line is like he said there were heroes on that mission and, and Leia says dead heroes I feel like that even is a commentary on like all those hero hero movies where it's like well he must absolutely sacrifice himself for the world that that like that like mentality that you must die yeah. To save the world. Yeah. How ironic. But uh, we're getting ahead of, of ourselves. So how about we start with the beginning of the movie? Uh, more specifically, the beginning that actually matters, which is uh, the introduction of Kylo Ren. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. He's introduced here. Uh, Kylo Ren is in his sweaty, messy, greasy era in this movie. I um, love to see it. This man's unhinged. Long gone is the prince hair. God bless. He now blessed. he's just yeah. greasy and emo
1: and sad and angry. His lips are still <laughs> luscious, though. They're still, like, ooh, pink and beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Begging to be kissed. Mm-hmm.
0: And the scar is, well, not healing yet. No. Uh, I, guess just, uh, I just need, like, thoughts. <laughs>
1: on greasy kylo ren s <laughs> what did you think about this look because you're you, like you saw him yeah erase the rise of skywalker from your head right now uh yes that, that version uh you saw him as a prince in the force awakens and yeah and you like did comment
0: guy. on the fact that he looked but, really yeah. good in that movie so i'm yeah. i'm curious too. no
3: yeah i'm not mad at how he looked in this one he looked <laughs> love the scar i did notice that towards the no Never mind. We're not going to talk about the third movie.
2: (laughs) It's Um, hard.
3: It's really hard. I feel like it's like all blending in together. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we kind of, we can't have that. Um, (laughs) But no, just, just, I really liked the way he looked in this movie. He was the sexiest guy. There it is. She is
0: showing us pictures as we're
2: talking. I got the receipt. Show the the one where he's
3: shirtless. Oh. Show me where he's shirtless.
2: With his, with his, um high what is it high-waisted yeah yeah
3: (laughs) he was very sexy once like i Mm -hmm. i've seen images of that like way before i was into way before watching this so like i get it now like i understand Uh the appeal and the sexiness of this man like Uh uh-huh very very thick and he's so large in this movie, which is funny because when he filmed uh,
0: The the Force Awakens, he was, you know, it was two years prior, so he mm-hmm. had a totally different body at the time. So, like, Kylo in that movie is much skinnier <laughs> than Kylo yeah. here, which yeah. I just love. He's been angst working out. That's the best kind. In 48 hours. He, he gained, yeah. like, 100 pounds in 48
1: hours. He used hours the of force. He used the force to, like, build muscles. <laughs>
0: It's the stress, okay? He gains weight yeah. when he's stressed. Yeah. So we're introduced to uh, Kylo Ren here. Um, and he's talking to Snoke. And Snoke uh, says, well, actually, the uh, earlier on on in the movie, Hux says something like, We have them tied on the end of a string. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when Kylo appears, Snoke says, Tied on the end of a string, indeed general Hux um I don't know if you're familiar with this ass the whole idea of the red string of fate I think there's Jermaine art with the red string
3: yeah I'm I'm familiar with the red red string in the sense of it like being like a pinky type of thing right like a red string that well it's like a whole
0: i think it's chinese mythology if i'm or is it kind of like a soulmate type of thing well it's some kind of mythology about like gods tying strings around lovers like soulmates um and then like for them to find each other or something like that it's much deeper than that and i'm forgetting half of it but um the the whole like red string was like a huge thing in the tlj speculation days um like it was red string galore uh and i i always love that line because
1: i think ryan johnson had posted a picture of like um string like you know on a like a roll yeah. Um. So anyway, he's talking to
0: Snoke, and um, baby boy is not doing great. He's not. He just killed no. his father. He is not healing from that. Um. Snoke is giving him shit. Um. And he, you know, Kylo says, "I've given everything I have to you, to the dark side." And then Snoke says,
1: "Take." Oh, Yo, gee, your faces are gonna make me cry. Please stop.
0: It's hard. <laughs> Snoke says, take that ridiculous thing off, which, speaking of the mask. um, And he says, you have too much of your father's heart in you, young Solo. Um, And that's when he takes off the mask and we get the first look at his actual face. Uh, His facial facial expressions in this scene always get me. Like, you know, his, like, little eye roll that's so, like, angry, but, like, passive-aggressive angry. And then, like you know but like, also the pain his in sad his eyes. eyes
1: huh his sad eyes as well like yeah. adam driver really mastered the sad eyes look oh absolutely yeah. yeah yeah
0: the the dark circles and you know he feels so little but then you can see the moment where you know he he snaps you know when he's told like you're no vader you're just a child in a mask and then he, yeah. he like gets up to like act on his like recklessness because he's like fuck no I just fucking killed my father are you kidding me right Um, and he gets told off like a little kid and he is angry and what does he do following this
3: destroys his mask
0: destroys his mask did you did you expect that ass so early on in the movie to be fuck the mask
3: (laughs) no but then it made sense of the lie it's repaired movie. (laughs) Like, I connected little dots. Like, okay, so this is what I was missing. This
2: is too funny. (laughs) But that's a good point, M. Like, watching it, like, let's say in chronological order, Mm -hmm. I did not expect that. I thought for sure that maybe, like, at the end we would get, like, starting of of some sort of redemption arc at the end of the movie. But for me, that was the start of the redemption arc. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. I... I remember sitting in the in theater and, and I, like, G and Seth was very much into, like, the whole theories. I had, like, a month before TLJ where I just absolutely binged every piece of information that there was out there. And I remember sitting in the in the theater and, 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 you know, watching this movie and going, oh, my God, they were right about everything. Like, they, the Raylos guessed everything right about this movie. Like, we knew yeah. he was going to destroy his mask. We knew it had to be done. We knew he was going to rebel against Snoke. We knew that they were going to be connected. We, we knew all this shit. All of it. We knew it. We knew they were going to fight yeah. together. Like, it's just...
2: And, like, that just... That satisfaction of, like, see... Like, we can theorize any ship. Any ship has theories, and any ship... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any ship worth being a ship has some validation, right? But when you're reading, and when you're so invested, and then you're sitting in a theater... With a 24-foot screen and you're like, oh, my God, it's actually happening. Mm -hmm. That is the one time in my life where a ship that I was like, I don't know if they're actually going to go through with this, went through with it.
0: But you know why? Because Ryan Johnson values story. Yeah. Everyone was like, why would you destroy the mask? It makes money. Why would you destroy the one thing that, you know kids are gonna buy well because it makes sense for the story the character needs to destroy that like costume that he hides behind because that's what the whole point of the costume is he's using it to hide behind it and now he's being told by this Snoke you know monster creature that uh he's just a child behind a mask so he snaps and he's he he literally thinks to himself well then I'm gonna be vicious and evil without the mask mask." I'm gonna and, he, and what does he do following this? Well, he's, he literally goes out there to kill his, mo- his mom. He yeah. contemplates doing it. So he's yeah. really trying to feed
1: into that part of himself, but he absolutely cannot. <laughs> yeah. Baby boy can't do it. No, I just wanted to say quickly before we like move on from that scene, I think what was really well done here was a scene right before this one was Ray and Luke. Yeah. And Luke basically finds out that Han's dead. But his last line was, where's Han? And then we cut to Kylo in the mask, you know, and then you're, like, overhead you hear Snoke's laughter as if, like, Snoke is, like, mocking Mm -hmm. or, like... Yeah. Laughing at how easily Kylo Ren played into his hands. Yeah, the transitions and... are so good in this movie. Yeah,
0: I mean, just like when when uh, Finn says, "Where's ray and we cut to ray like mm-hmm. it's just so seamless and and organic, and it's just beautiful. Yeah,
1: very very well done. Um, no, but I feel like that one was like this is my first time watching these movies with headphones in because I'm watching it on my laptop for some reason. Uh-huh. Um, and like you're hearing every little sound and like I've, I've never really watched his movies on, like with headphones before. And like, yeah, that one just really stood out for me that moment. Uh,
0: but before he we get to him in his TIE fighter uh, going after his mom's ship, uh, we actually jump to Rey. Uh, and and that's when she says, you know, there's no light left in Kylo Ren. Is that true? No, but you know she just saw him basically uh, butcher his friend, her friend in the forest, uh, the previous movie, 48 hours ago. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> but that's when we get the first taste that this is gonna, this is gonna be a journey for Rey because that's yeah. when she reveals, you know, he's he, because Luke keeps asking like, why did they send you? Why are you here and not someone else? Why is, is this not Leia or, or whoever? And that's when she actually has to, to admit to herself first and foremost that that she, I mean she says something in me has always been there, but now it's awake, and I'm afraid. And I think deep down she's actually admitting that to herself first. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but to him, so she's well. never had a
1: moment to just sit down and talk about it. No one's ever like understood because who else what would understand? Feeling? Who else yeah. is
0: force sensitive besides Leia? But they didn't really have time to talk.
1: And she probably didn't know Leia was force sensitive either.
0: The only the only person that knows and understands is, is Kylo. Luke. Oh yeah, and Luke. <laughs> well, yeah, but yeah, she hasn't Luke, met yeah. him yet, you yeah. know, in, in the first movie. So, and you know, Luke says it's time for the Jedi to end, which is like fucking yeah. Can we can we go back to that <laughs> type of mentality? Can the Jedi fucking end?
2: <laughs> yeah. I you know, and that's something that going back to like being a Star Wars fan my whole life, when I started reading, like, the theories and, like, understanding, like, this is pre-The Force Awakens, um, uh, right after Force Awakens, um, that I understood as an adult, like, what the Jedi stand for.
0: Yeah. Do, do you want to tell us uh, uh, what Jedi and Sith stand yeah, for? Yeah. Or, like, the, so... the sort of...
2: Um, yeah. The best thing that I could do, if it's okay, I want to read and like this is super nerdy of me, the Jedi Creed and the Sith Creed. So this is what basically they stand for. And it's this is the Jedi Creed. It says there is no emotion. There is peace. There's no ignorance. There is knowledge. There's no passion. There's serenity. There is no chaos. There's harmony. There is no death. There's the force. So right off the bat, there's a lot of things wrong here. It's like none. Yeah. Like be, don't yeah. be like be a zombie. Be a You're zombie. Not you can to be. Love. A, yeah. Be a zombie. Yeah. You can You're be. You're not a allowed Jedi.
1: to feel desire or passion. Nothing. Or
0: compassion for others. Or oh, compassion. Yeah. Right. right. And and you know the importance of compassioness from from the previous movie. Yeah.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: It's a little dry.
2: Very. All right. Dry. Now read the
1: Sith one. Now
0: read. Now here's the Sith one. <laughs>
2: Peace is a lie. There's only passion. Through passion, I gained strength. Through strength, I gained power. Through power, I gained victory. Through victory, my chains are broken. The Force shall free me.
0: Now tell me you don't want to be a Sith. So here's
2: here's the thing, and I just want to, because I know you said you weren't a Star Wars fan, but this is the epitome, end-all, be-all, of why Anakin, the original Skywalker, turned to the dark side, because his mom, he saw his mom dying, and the Jedi would do nothing for him. Mm-hmm. nothing yeah he had he had he had dreams which we knew were premonitions of what was to come
1: mm-hmm.
2: and he was like I, my mom is dying and obi-wan i like she was a slave and yeah who knows
1: maybe she was being raped we don't know it's like a lot um, of horrible shit and he was seeing all yeah. of it
2: and um even though i do love the sith i think obi-wan was probably one of the better jedis because he tried to sympathize with anakin but also he knew like his place in the world was a jedi and there was only so much he could do but even obi-wan was like dude like let it go it's just a dream and it wasn't and that's
0: the whole fight we see in in episode three but whatever i don't think that that cutting passion out of your life is a sustainable thing
1: no or emotion you're human Uh, yeah true so this was a movie where i strongly believed that like every like not everyone else but a lot of other people that we were gonna be um heading into the gray gray jedi era
0: but the gray jedi creed is not a real thing though is it i think that's made up it's like it's not made here's the thing it's
2: it's deep 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 like you want to get like serious into
0: star wars lore the gray Uh jedi exists like but like but is it is that like the, the expended universe type yes. shit? Or that was canon until JJ Abrams came in okay. and said it's yeah, not that's, fucking that's canon. My yeah. question. So it's yes. no longer canon technically,
1: but they they, they can pick they and choose what they want out of but that. But it seemed like they were heading in that direction with this film. That's where I thought so too. Oh absolutely. I, yeah, yeah.
2: I thought Ray and Kylo were gonna end up as gray Jedi.
1: Anyway. And start yeah, and being, you know, masters uh, in that. Exactly. Right? I mean this movie was all about yin and yang coming mm-hmm. together. Yes
0: it light, mm-hmm. n- light, no, sorry, darkness rises and light the to meet it. meet it. Yeah. And there's
1: a balance in between. Okay, read the Grey Jedi Creed. There is no light without the dark.
2: Through passion, I gain focus. Through knowledge, I gain power. Through serenity, I gain strength. Through victory, I gain harmony. I gain harmony. There is only the force.
1: It's the best of both worlds. That's literally Ben and right Is Rey. that the, the
3: both creeds combined?
1: Is That's that the Grey Jedi. So it's like you're not like you're not like fully in the light, you're not fully in the dark, you're like in, in the middle. In what world can you really deny
0: half of yourself? Like exactly. in what world are you just one thing? Like I just
1: In what world are you fully good? We all have moments right. where like, you know, we you know I mean hello. That's the whole point. Of this podcast. Like that's life. That's you know, I, I like I don't yeah. know, Jedi's were made to be like this. They're made to fail. Inhuman the legacy sake. of
0: the J- Jedi is failure. Can you see that? No, like literally. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's what Luke says, and he's right. The, all yeah. of this, this whole movie was pointing towards that. And I will go down this hill. I will
1: die I, on this hill. I will too, because I believe Ryan Johnson set that up, mm-hmm. and J.J. Abrams is like hell to the no, A race, Let's do fan service. Let's, you know, let's feed into these dude bros. Let's go. Yep and there went that beautiful story
0: unless you know this this whole trilogy is the the beginning of ray's descent into darkness and ben solo is gonna have to be revived and resurrected to help her bring her <laughs> back to the third way which is the balance of the force.
2: a fan fiction written by march
1: yes because yeah. yeah. i'm so sorry it. but
2: it'll i don't ever think it'll happen
1: I don't think so either. I'm like, I'm like the absolute pessimist at this point. Like, I am like the most jaded person. And you cannot come talk to me about theories unless you have proof. Um, Don't give me hope. This
2: isn't about The Last Jedi, and I don't know if you guys were watching, but um, Boba Fett's show, I really thought they were going to bring out
1: Ben. Oh, like baby Ben Solo? Yeah,
2: but they didn't. Yeah.
1: See, I haven't even watched any of that. Like, I stopped watching The Mandalorian. I couldn't. I couldn't look at any of Star Wars. I just made me want to vomit. Sorry,
0: <laughs> sorry. Anyways, <laughs> uh, moving on and and you know, focusing on the movie here. Yes. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um. So we actually do get, like I said, Kylo uh, in his TIE fighter, and we get to see him be a pilot like his grandpa and like his father father you know <laughs> but specifically anakin skywalker that was a very anakin skywalker moment yeah of him and his little
1: tie fighter doing spinnies it was hot it i liked it so hot um and it's like i know this man was swearing like a sailor yeah. in there oh, um absolutely. i mean he, he kind me of does
0: say fuck at some point but like makes like makes it not look like fuck but it kind of looks yeah. like does fuck.
1: He? Yeah. yeah it looked like he was saying fuck
0: us how did it feel Seeing Kylo and his little TIE fighter being a hot pilot. Because you've never seen that before. Did you want to sit on his lap? Because I sure did. (laughs) His thick thighs. Yeah,
3: Yeah, sure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, this is not actually a sexy moment, or at least uh, it only is briefly because it's actually heartbreaking. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Anybody want to explain what goes down here?
1: Sure um so like you said marge he is off to destroy the resistance ship that um they've tracked down through hyperspace because of Hux, Mm -hmm. um and he is ready to destroy that ship he is ready to pull the trigger and then we get a shot of like his face and then leia's face his mom and like back and forth back and forth you know that they're connected through the force you know that they feel each other through the force um and he is like reconnected really yeah yeah like he is really like conflicted and leia is like patient in a way like she's just like waiting for something to happen and he puts his finger ready to pull the trigger until last minute he pulls back and he doesn't do it but then someone behind him behind him sorry uh, actually shoots down the ship and she is in the galaxy yeah and there's a solid
0: like couple couple seconds where he's just flying like aimless, like well i mean not aimlessly but you know what i mean like he's not shooting at anything he's just like kind of in shock yeah what just happened yeah uh, and realizing that his mom probably died but at l- he probably has not felt it through the force yet so it's not like you know yeah and that's when he you uh, Hux you know comes on and has has something like oh you need to come back well and that's when as, he kind of mouths fuck a little bit <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, you know this is a Disney movie at the end of the day so
2: they can't do that
0: yeah, yeah, but it is, like, a very important moment because, you know, he did kill his dad thinking that it would make him stronger, which it definitely did not. It
1: really Here, did it. he
0: tries it again, uh, but he he can't do it with his mom. He just can't. His father represented something in him, um, you know, that I think fathers generally do for boys specifically. Uh, but his mom, it's a different kind of connection. It's a different kind of love. Um, and he can't bring himself do it he can't no this brings us to him being stitched back together uh real. i know where we're going this time um and ray uh luke has just finally offered three lessons um and she's had her first lessons already i believe right no she she hasn't yet No, it's right after this. You're right. He says at dawn, and then it's dawn, and she's waking up. And as she's waking up, she realizes something's a little off. And he realizes on his end something's a little off. And here we have it. Suddenly, (laughs) they connect, and the sound goes out. It goes i love that you just hear breathing Mm, and they just breathe and they're just looking at each other not kind of you know taking in what's going on not you know understanding and she takes her blaster right
1: off the bat yeah is on the offensive she
0: takes her blaster first thing and she shoots him because her first reaction is he has to be there (laughs)
1: yeah kill the enemy and he's more like, he's curious, he's like, what the heck, how is this happening, what's going on? Yeah. And she's like, die! <laughs>
0: yeah, and, and he's taken aback that by the fact that she just shot him, because he, he thinks it's real too, yeah. it's not, he wasn't actually shot, because the beauty of the Force is that the Force refuses to let them hurt each other. <laughs> through these connections, and I love that Ryan Johnson, the director, he explained why he created this connection. Which I don't know if you'll remember us, um, when we talked about the Force Awakens uh, and the interrogation scene, we said that like that was the the start off point for Ryan Johnson with his movie. He thought that there was something really interesting happening oh, between yeah, yeah. the two characters there, mm-hmm. and that's how he explored it. He explored it in this like connection that keeps you know growing and evolving between them. Mm -hmm. Um, But he, he explained it as he needed a device in which both characters could connect with each other and talk to each other without being able to hurt each other. which was really interesting at the time Mm -hmm. when we didn't know where it was going was like why do these two characters need a connection where they can't hurt
1: each other and have to actually talk and connect emotionally Mm -hmm. (laughs) um no but um like i don't know if you guys remember like early early on in filming of this movie we had adam driver and daisy ridley like on like you know the paparazzi pictures of them going to ireland or whatever they're at the airport And I was like, why is Kylo run? Like, why is he going to be on the Mm. island? Like, is there going to be like a battle? Is there going to be a fight? Is he going to find her? But no, it was just Adam Driver there to uh, help her along with those scenes. There's really no fanfare to it. It's just
0: eye line, you know, eyes connecting, which is why they both flew to each other so that they could have like one of them was standing next to the camera. So they they could have that literal like, you know, eye connection between them. I didn't um, know that. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, that's the whole reason why he flew to, to, well, I mean, for the, the hut scene as well, the sex hut. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so it does tell you that this was like super important, that they really wanted yeah. to get it right. Um, and when that first connection hits, I mean, I, I remember. How did my you girls reaction. feel when that happened? I
2: screamed because I knew it was coming. Like, I've read the theories about a force bond.
0: I yeah. screamed we knew this was gonna happen but to see it yeah. actually happen I remember I was like holy shit that's <sighs> the moment where I went they got everything right if they have this I was right like, what the heck am I wow. watching
1: is this pulled from my brain right yeah
0: it was fan fiction it was like watching fan fiction on screen as how how, how did it feel for you I mean you did watch the rise of Skywalker afterwards where it's like well
3: okay <laughs> So just quick question, did uh-huh. anyone ever cuz you said how everybody they had this their theories and it was happening, right? Like yeah. Did it, has anyone done like a video of like pinpointing the exact theory to the movie or no?
0: Oh, a force bonds, yeah, everyone was talking about there being a force bond and then being able to communicate through a force. Uh, because there's this uh, Bastila and yes! Darth Revan, ah! which are a couple that are no longer canon, but they were from the um, the expanded universe or whatever it's called. It was and, a video uh, game, actually.
1: Yeah, that yeah. too.
0: But it's no longer canon, right? Yeah, though they're, they're, yeah. they're bringing it back, aren't they? There's the the old republic. I did hear
2: something. I did hear something about the old republic. I did hear But are something. they
1: bringing back Revan and Best- Best- Bastila? Bastila,
2: yeah. Um, they, I don't
0: know
1: if they're
0: bringing them back. Just for your information, S, they had uh, a forced bond, a forced connection like that. She, this. And she yeah. was the Jedi and he was the. Sith.
1: And she's the
0: one that turned to the dark. Yeah. And then oh. he turned. I think both of them turned at some point and had to bring the other back. It was back. a lovely,
1: lovely love story. And yeah.
0: it actually ended with a happy ever after.
1: Yeah. But people really thought that, like, they took inspiration for, like, Kylo. Oh, absolutely. Because she had a staff.
0: She had a double-bladed lightsaber.
1: Yeah, she has a staff. Her hairstyle is pretty much similar to Rey as well. The mask is Um, the same. Or he had a similar
2: mask to to Kylo. And her
0: her lightsaber was yellow. Yeah. Just like Rey is at the end of The Rise of Skywalker.
2: Anyways. Right before, right after Rise of uh, the Last, nope. The Force awakens the big theme was um, oh, I forgot what it was, Death and the maiden, and I remember like there was this one account on Tumblr. I wish I could remember what it was, but every single like in depth theory was just beautifully thought out and written with like examples and things, and like I was sitting there like and then watching it in the theater was like pfft. it blew my mind yeah,
0: uh anyways, so force connection happens she shoots him and then we cut to her uh running out of her hut and she turns around he turns around he does the like sock slide that everyone's obsessed oh, with so That's cute. lovely um and i feel like now that we've had a taste of wh- what ben solo is like i feel like that was like a, a ben solo moment on on his part yeah. like, he kind of forgot himself for a minute there his
1: little nerdy like brain kicked on he's yeah. like wait 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 how are you doing this? You would be dead. The effort would kill you. I yeah. just
2: I just watched it again. And like the entire time, she's like, I hate you. You're going to die. Ugh. And he's just like, can you see where I'm
0: at? Can you see your, my surroundings? I can't see yours. Just you. Yeah. Just, so like like just, just you. tell
1: me. How is this going? How is this working out? Yeah. He was such a nerd. I loved it. That was Ben Solo there. And then we actually do get following this,
0: the first lesson for Rey. Yes. Uh,
1: and Which I loved.
0: Right away, she goes straight to the Sh- dark. Head first. She's called to the dark, and you know Luke's first, you know, reaction is to go. Well, that's wrong. You should have. You shouldn't ever do that because. Yeah. You know he remembers what happened with Ben. Uh, but you get the sense that Ray doesn't fear the dark. She's no. intrigued. She says that it it's trying to tell her something. Yeah. Which is super interesting. Um, yeah. You know, and we get the the famous line, you know, powerful light, powerful darkness. Because that's Rey and Ben. Literally. Yeah. Uh yeah. And then quickly after that, we actually get the second force bond.
1: Yes. Um. <coughs>
0: the the it's, it's pussy the
1: eating. Yeah. It's the rain. This is the pussy eating. So Guys, I said that twice on the podcast. Saf, do you wanna <laughs> Seth, do you wanna
0: give us a rundown? Um, sure. Ray is very, very wet.
1: Well, she's super um, happy to see rain. She's like never seen rain before. <laughs> she is very, she's never seen rain. I'm pretty sure she's never seen the rain. Yeah. It's so cute. She's so cute. And she like, you know, she's playing in the rain and then instantly she like this the sound goes away and she knows Kylo is there. And they talk, mm-hmm. and um, he kind of. So basically, she tells him like you're a monster, and then he's like, "Yes, yes, I am." And she's taken aback. She's like, "Why is he agreeing to this comment?" And then it just cuts mm-hmm. off. But before that, um, she still again is very like fierce and very like aggressive on the offense and wants him to know like like you're you're awful. You're a monster. You've killed your own father. Blah 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 blah. Um, but yeah, anyways, I know I want to get to one point of that, but, um, well, I
0: mean, I feel like the forest connects them in moments of vulnerability. I was just going to ask.
1: Or like
0: joy type of thing, you know, in that moment, she's very joyful and suddenly she's connecting with the one guy that perhaps can Um, or wants to share that joy, you know, or that she may want to share that joy with later down the line type of thing or whenever they're feeling vulnerable it's the the force connects them because the force knows that this is the only other person that's going to understand perfectly what that vulnerability is like
1: yeah
0: um Um, but he he actually says why is the force connecting us yeah you and i he's still he's still trying to piece this together my man is not are the offensive at all He is not at all. He's just here in the moment just being Ben solo. Yeah, and he says you have that look in your eyes from the forest when you told when you called me a monster. And then that's when mm. she said, you are a monster. And he says um
1: yes, I am. No, he's like sorry, before that, he asks her did Luke tell you what happened? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, uh, she's like, "I know everything I need to know." And then he's like, "You do." And then he's like, "Ah, uh, you do." <laughs> <laughs> the delivery on all of those lines <laughs> the get me. The
2: fact that I know that this movie line for line—you literally. Bad. Um. So <laughs> just like a FYI, I guess a four spawn. Bond- connects two people, two force-sensitive individuals across space and time. A force bond was a powerful connection between two force-sensitive individuals that bridged their minds, allowing them to communicate through the force, both visually and emotionally.
0: Yeah, but this is also not just a
1: force bond, though. We later learn that it's more than that. But, um, I think the scene was really important in the sense where their bond is growing in the sense where We see that her environment affects his, and um, he's pretty wet. Yeah, his
0: face is pretty wet.
1: His his love is pretty wet. Yeah,
0: he went down on her. I'm sorry,
1: through the forest. (laughs) It happened. He ate that pussy.
0: It happened. They just cut out the scene because there was they didn't have time for it. But I'm telling you, I I have, but it's like for
1: me, it's the way that he wiped his His mouth. His mouth, why did it have to be on his like? brian johnson
2: brian johnson i have questions Ryan johnson
1: confirmed no he didn't confirm but i would like to think he confirmed kylo ate ray's pussy right <laughs> here. confirmed retweets yeah <laughs> co-signed um yeah as did you catch any of that like did you like did you, like, have and, a like, pause? So, sorry, you, you didn't mention, but it's on the leather gloves, which makes it even Yes, ha- on the leather glove. You ha- hear ha- it, like, you know, make yeah. a sound as he, like, closes his fist. Yeah, like but
3: it. my Did mind didn't any- go as far as what your mind went to, except <laughs> to, to the pussy.
2: I didn't either when I first watched it. Don't worry.
1: Oh. So we were just, like, horny for Ray Yeah, very much so. I mean, no, but the
0: the sexual subtext is there, like. nobody can deny that and it's just gonna come with a movie that's the female gaze that's just what happens because that's how we express ourselves
1: adam and daisy's chemistry is very palpable and just like very strong Uh
0: (laughs) but also like can we just briefly um just talk about the lighting in that scene on, on his face specifically, like yeah. how beautiful he looks. Like he's just, he's he just looks a beautiful perfect man. and his lips are so pouty and beautiful and mm. right there. And he's like, ah, uh, you do. Ugh.
1: It's like the way <laughs> mm-hmm. he's like, you do. And he's like, Uh, you do. "Uh, do." Like, his voice became more throaty. And the
0: yes I am with just enough, like, you know. breathiness. Yeah, but, like, just enough teeth, too. Like, you know, he's a little, like, angry, but, like, not angry in that way. You know what I mean? Like, he's just annoyed a little bit, but,
1: like, in a hot way. No, but I feel like that was him, like, kind of, you know, like you said, being vulnerable. Like, I think in that point, he does see himself as a monster in a way. Because he killed his father. Like, I, I do feel like that guilt is still very much with him. And that was one moment where he kind of admitted that, yes, But also,
0: I, I think a he's a little frustrated that, like, he's very interested in this connection. And she's still holding on to the whole, like, I hate you. And I think, like, part of it is, like, you're still, like, really... Holding you're on? Let go. Yeah, to <laughs> that. <laughs> um, anyways, like we said, the delivery is beautiful, magical. Um. Yeah. yeah. I had to watch I didn't have to that
2: sounded like a little dramatic but I watched these movies with my dad in the theater and like <laughs> I couldn't like the ah uh, you do literally gripping like the side of my <laughs> seat so I don't like <laughs> full out fangirl in front of my dad like uh-huh. that was and then I literally no. in the car like on tumblr oh my god I can't believe that just happened
1: Uh. Honestly, I remember the first time I watched this movie. It was like with my parents, my sister. It was like around Christmas time. So my sister's friend from Australia, he also came down, and he was one of the people that did not see Railo ever happening. And literally, I was so annoyed. I love him, love him till this day. But like, he would just be like, "Oh my gosh!" And like grabbing my arm and shaking me as I'm watching, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh! I know, but I'm trying to watch it." (laughs) Love him, but uh, yeah, it was it was an experience. (laughs) Yeah. Do you guys have
2: uh, know anybody? Just a quick like side note. Do you guys know anybody that didn't see Raylo happening? Like I know Seth. You just oh, said, yeah, oh, yeah. Most yeah, people, a I'd, lot of I'd people that I know. They were like people. I I knew someone that said that Raylo was like forced. That they didn't ever explore Raylo. Yeah. And I was like, your imagination just fucking sucks because <laughs> I yeah. saw
1: the whole story. Or like the way you watch movie just sucks. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Honestly, you need it. You need them to like spell it out for you. You can't like explore it on your own.
1: Agreed. No, honestly, yeah, I, I know a lot of people. It's probably things, why I don't talk but... to that person anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> <Spoiler> <laughs> ends and starts friendship. <laughs> okay,
0: so so first before the third force bond, she actually trains again, and the beautiful thing about this or i'm kind of genius actually is that the moves that she's using while she's training with her lightsaber are the exact same moves that kylo uses in his fight with luke at the end so it it literally foreshadows that they're connected. yeah she literally uses the exact same moves there's like there's videos online that you can find where they literally like juxtapose the the two fights, like her training and his fight with Luke, and it's the exact same moves. They they fight the same way. They're so connected. They're one. Yeah, I love how like two years later she's like doing a
3: little victory <laughs> dance. Like we got it right. I think
1: this was a nod to like the whole idea of like Ray being able to learn from Kylo or yeah. Ben, sorry, and Ben being allowed to learn from Ray as well. Yeah.
0: She she literally went, whoop, thank you very much, sir. I'm taking all of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: And isn't that the first time she, like, that's the first time that she was actually, like, good at training, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Like, she actually, like, succeeds and, like, breaks the rock or something.
0: And yeah. Luke is not there. Because she doesn't need Luke. That's the whole, the whole story. That's what yeah. she needs to realize. Luke she went out there thinking that Luke would fill fill a void inside of her and give her the answers that she seeks mm-hmm. and realizes along the way that he is not that person and never will yeah. be for her. That the answers are in herself all along. She knows what the answers are. She's just afraid to, to reach out to them, to, to find them. Yeah. Um, anyways, we do actually get the first flashback to younger Kylo as well. Um, that's well when one luke perspective gives, of it yeah luke gives his first that's this is also a huge thing in this movie the question of perspectives yeah um we've talked about this uh on the podcast before we've always been interested in like how you know everyone has their own perspective and a narrative is very rarely um reliable you know it's only as reliable as as one person's opinion um so And this movie does it beautifully where it's like, you know, you have Luke's first perspective where he definitely hides some of the truth or is perhaps a little ashamed of how it actually went down. And then you get Kylo's and then you get his again, Luke's again, and it has changed um, and evolved. But yeah, you do get the first flashback to to young Kylo in his little hutch at the Jedi
1: Academy. In his Padawan garb. And, it's and pretty a pretty little fling <laughs> I know. Anyways, as I remember the first, uh, sorry, the Force Awakens, you were asking if we get any sort of like backstory on Kylo and Ben. Um, so you kind of saw it here. How did you feel about that, what you saw?
3: I liked what I saw. I got to see a different side to him, which I, like, I understand like the whole thing where there's Ben and then there's Kylo Ren. Like, I got mm-hmm. to see... Because yeah. when, when you talk about Kylo Ren, I, at first, I thought that was just, you know, Kylo Ren and Ben as one person. I didn't really see the distinction between the two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which I saw it a lot with the third one. Yeah. Um, but with this one, like, I kind of I got to the point where I'm like, okay, like, there's a distinction between yeah. his yeah. two person, whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, also,
0: we learn through the comics that uh, Snoke was already, basically since birth. Uh, well, is it Snoke? Is it not Snoke? Whatever. We'll get to that
1: in the next. But it was movie. even before. It was like as he was pregnant, not as he was pregnant. Sorry, as Leia was pregnant. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who like was
0: since,
3: pregnant? Snoke.
1: He, Leia, <laughs> no, 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 I'm pregnant here.
0: Sorry. Yeah. Leia, as she was pregnant, uh, Snoke was already, toying with Ben in the womb, like already tempting him with dark. Thoughts oh, really? and what? energy, yeah, yeah, yeah. So never and stood a chance. What we learn in the comics, uh, the rise of, of Kylo Ren, is that he was literally grooming him. Like he was grooming him, and so when Ben left, the only person he had to go to his, his father was an absentee father. His mom was, you know, doing government stuff and and oh. whatever. Um, and, and yeah, and, and he felt ashamed. So the only person he could go to was Snoke, the guy who this was was in the comics. Yeah. There's a, there's comics. Yeah. That explain his backstory even more.
1: It's kind of tragic though. (laughs) Mm. It's (laughs) very tragic, but I also feel like what's even more tragic is that he thought he had that person he can go to, you know, and his uncle, but his uncle sadly disappointed him and betrayed him.
0: mm. Is a little bitch. Sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. Ray hasn't uh, figured that out yet, and so she says another great line, in my opinion, which is, uh, "I need someone to show me my place in all this." She needs to understand, and I feel like this is the kind of line that breaks the fourth wall in the in the greatest way, in the sense that like a lot of dude bros were kind of like, well, what's the point of this character if she's not a Skywalker? Why she's he is she here, and why would I care about a female character? I why don't know why I'm having this, why I may have d- 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 this accent, but <laughs> 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 but and 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 she, you know she's kind of literally saying like, why am I here? What is the point yeah. of me? Someone has Which to I show was. me my place in this, and yeah, I think the conclusion to that in this movie is wonderful and epic and so important uh as a message but following this is when we get the the third uh force bond scene all right s this is where we get the library enactment yeah take it away s take it away
3: no you guys are putting me on the spot
0: well i mean tell us what
1: happens in this force bond first of all
3: um so in this one
1: shirtless big titties (laughs) sweaty chest literally waiting for her to see him all oiled up he's been waiting for hours just standing there
3: (laughs) so they have a connection um they connect through the minds and uh ray realizes that he's shirtless and she asks him to put on a a shaw or a, a a cowl and he's just standing there he's He's that movie. He's like, I'm not going <laughs> to. He doesn't even say <laughs> anything. He's like, no, no, <laughs> it's not going to happen. Yeah, they have this conversation and they slowly start to come closer and closer and and they both end up on their knees facing each other, uh, arms out. Strike. Whoa, OK. Whoa, you're, you're going yeah. way
0: too far. First of all, <laughs> Force Bond, he's half naked, mm-hmm. been standing there. Uh, and he says, let the past die, kill it if you have to, mm-hmm. which I think is, a hu- again, this is the kind of line that breaks the fourth wall in the greatest yeah. way because it's literally talking to the audience. Let the fucking old, dead ass things die. We don't need to continue with the story of these like 70 year
1: olds. We need to let it go. <laughs> it's not only that. I like, I think Ryan Johnson was really. Like he still tried to play into like you know the fan service in the sense where like he had little nods the OG trilogy like he had like of you course, know yeah. Leia's like I mean the hologram. whole Yoda Yoda and Luke he had scene Yoda he had like yeah. you know um, Han's dice he had like so many knots, the OG that still showed that he respected it he respected everything that people loved about those movies and he included it and like grew from that mm-hmm. in this movie mm-hmm. so. I don't know, I just like, you're right, let, let the old things die. But he
0: says, it's the only way to become what you're meant to be, and I take that as the only way that this trilogy could have become what it was always meant to be, could have had the weight and significance that it was meant to have, was yeah. if we had actually let the past die, that we had let go of it. And this movie opened the door for that to happen, and... Yeah did it did it you know did JJ J. Abrams come in for the third movie and and you know follow up with that we'll see about that but um <laughs> but you know i think that's unfortunate because yeah, it, it, that's the lesson. You you have to you have to let stories stand on their own and, and do yeah. what they have to do. You can't agree. You can't constantly compare them to the past.
1: But yeah, anyways, back to like the whole let the let the past die, kill it if you have to. Context in the movie, that's when Ray decides to revisit her past and actually look into the past and goes down that hole that is like, I guess symbolizes the dark side. And she goes exploring to find out who her parents are. And she doesn't see anything. She just sees her face. She really
0: does trust him. Yeah. You know, whether she wants to or not. He he, he says something. And right away, yeah. she she goes through with it. She's like, maybe yeah. he has a point. And I love that. I
1: love it, too. And then during that time, we're hearing her narrate what's happening. Yeah. And then you realize, clever, clever cut little to the thing. next force bond. Yeah. She's talking to Ben Solo.
0: Because... You're you're watching this, you know, like when in Star Wars has there ever been a voiceover? Like that's not a thing that happens in Star Wars. So at first you're like, yeah. why? Who is she talking to us? What? Ha- that's no. Weird. And then I was
1: like, is she talking to Luke? So like Luke's okay with her going down there? Yeah, it was so clever. Uh, yeah. but
0: so she's down in the in the vagina cave, Polythical vagina cave, is. yes it's or butt- vagina cave. cave. Um and you know she's she's going deep into her inner femininity, her inner darkness, exploring all sides of herself, even you know and seeking out the answers that nobody else can give her but herself. Um so it's like her dark trial moment if you will. Um and she is surrounded by a bunch of herself as when she touches the mirror glass thing cave wall (laughs) did you notice that at first there's two there's two people at first and one of them is much taller than the other and looks exactly like kylo ben and the other looks exactly like her and then they merge together until she sees herself when it's actually revealed
3: yeah, Did no. You know I that? thought that was her parents were coming forward. That's what I. She was L- watch it like-
0: again. Look at the shape of it. I know the shape of that man more than I know the shape of myself. It's him. <laughs> he was behind in the visual dictionary when they were thinking of that scene. Remember, there's that image of half of of, of a face that's half Kylo, half her. Yeah. So. And that was, like, the concept for this scene, and what we actually got was, like, two sh- two shapes, one clearly male, one clearly female, merging together, and then it's just her. But it says a lot that in the visual, visual dictionary, when they were thinking of the scene, it was, she was supposed to see a face, half her, half him. From this, like Seth said, we realize, we realize what?
1: That she's confiding in yeah. Ben Solo over a little fire
0: it's intimate it's warm it's it's cozy lit and romantic the way that Marge's
2: voice dropped like two (laughs) octaves to describe this scene
1: Uh, but okay Ray is like literally crying her eyes out here and she's like I've never felt so alone yeah and then what does does, uh, Ben Solo say he says you're not alone you're not and alone. then she says, "Neither, Neither are you. you. Neither
2: are you." I've never felt more victorious in my life.
0: Oh, girl, me. That too. quote was in every Twitter bio for like
1: three years
0: straight.
2: Any Raylo merch, it was that with the hands touching. I yes. have a
1: shirt like that. And the way that they both have tears in their eyes, I don't know if like Ben is like feeling her emotions through the the bond, or he's actually like resonating with her and relating to her situation that loneliness yeah I don't know what it was but like that scene just spoke volumes in terms of like Mm -hmm. where they are now in this connection this relationship that's budding that's growing um yeah I just love that whole scene and how like soft-spoken it was and before yeah. the the
0: force was kind of connecting them when they had moments of vulnerability. Here, she has mm-hmm. an actual moment of vulnerability, and she actually seeks him out. I don't think that exactly. the force connected them. I think she connected them through the force, like she activated it because she needed it in that moment. Yeah, she
3: Facetimed him. She FaceTimed Yeah. Him. She, yeah. <laughs> S. How 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 do we feel? Is it? This is the scene, right, where they're on their knees facing each other. They're not on their well, knees. They're, they're sitting. sitting. They're on the sitting door. on
0: stools,
2: like
3: rocks. I saw knees on the floor.
0: Well, if
1: you want them to be praying to each other at each other's altar, yeah, then I, go for it. I like that. But this was a scene where now he can see her surroundings fully. I mean,
0: he's fully in her surroundings. He's immersed.
1: Yeah, in her environment. Um, And I feel like this whole scene was a throwback to Maz's line in The Force Awakens when um, she says, the belonging you seek isn't behind you, it's ahead. Meaning, Rey looked into the past to find out where she belonged, where she found, like, if her parents were there. But cut to present time, and she's confiding in someone, you know, that's as broken as she is, as lonely as as she is. And he is seeking a place of belonging as well.
2: I also think that that line can go hand-in-hand hand with uh, let the past die, kill it if you have to. Like, that's literally, yeah. like... They,
0: they need to understand the exact same thing, which is why Two Sides of a Coin is always so great, because they come from completely different backgrounds and have had yeah. quite different lives, but... What they need to understand and what they need to relate on with another human being is the exact same thing. Like, they need the same thing out of another human being. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And then, you know, their hands are reaching out towards each other across galaxies, um, wait. across the stars.
1: C- um, pause. He literally um, took his glove un-loved. off. Right. He took the condom off. He raw dogged it. took the condom off and they had unprotected <laughs> sex. He went in raw
0: um his hand is literally shaking like he's kind of nervous she
1: reaches out first wait can we mention this was a scene where adam driver had asked ryan right it was right. A scene yeah if yeah, yeah. um kylo has a, like had any past with uh romantic females? interests yeah yeah uh he
0: asked he... before this scene if he had kissed someone before
1: yeah if he had kissed someone and he said no I don't he remember. That.
0: He oh he said like oh maybe in like a game of spin the bottle or something. This man is twenty-nine years old. <laughs> this man's like never known like He's been so sheltered and broken. Touch. Yeah. He's he's sevil- severely touch-starved. Literally. Which is why he's literally shaking, reaching out towards this girl across the galaxy. Uh and and their fingertips touch. Which in some uh versions of this scene their hands actually like full on grip each other uh yeah. but they went with the fingertip touching because it's like it's so minimal and yet
1: it's so huge very historical yeah. romance of them honestly very historical yeah. romance but also Rey is someone that also is very touch star she lived her yeah. whole life 19 years on Jakku not touching anyone not having a friend even so like imagine both of them, very touch-starved, they don't know what touch is, consensual touch maybe, because, you know, Snoke and Ben have had a interesting past. Not, like, bad, yeah. but, like... Well, I mean, in the comics, Snoke does uh, hug Kylo in really gross ways. I did hear about that. Yeah. This was, like, maybe perhaps Kylo's first consensual touch in a long Affectionate while.
0: touch, yeah. Plus, uh, remember in The Force Awakens the, the two times that Finn grabs Rey's hand and she she takes it away like she doesn't yeah. like it and yet here she's the one actively reaching out towards him and wants him to touch her and he does anyway when they actually touch uh, they get a vision of the future they're very breathy and gaspy oh yeah and <laughs> she cries she literally cries like the emotions is, is so strong for her this connection this feeling of having found her belonging finally like that's what she thinks she just saw because her vision is of him on the good side and his vision is of her on the 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 dark side or at least that's how they are you know choosing to see it are they right are they wrong that's a whole other discussion but uh on at, at that point like he's not redeemed so he's still imagining that seeing himself with her means that she joins him and vice yeah. versa but they they see each other they have this vision um and then uncle luke walks <sighs> in he ruins, ruins it. it for everyone cock blocks cock blocks, cock blocks big time real. oh also we should tell you um s that uh uh mark hamill when he talked about this scene, he said it's the closest thing to a sex a sex scene we'll ever get in Star Wars. Yep. So that's why we're saying like he came in raw. Okay. Um, Mark Hamill is Luke Skywalker, the guy. Right. Who plays yeah. It. Uh. Anyways, and I just love that when when Luke um enters and ruins the moment, uh, Ray takes her hand away, but Kylo is Ben is still looking at her and reaching out to her. Yeah. And it takes him it takes him
1: longer to you know let go away. Yeah. Because he's trying to hold on for dear life this connection he finally found. And Ray goes into feral
0: Ray mode. Right. Which I absolutely love. She is she's like, I touched this boy once and now I'm protecting him with my whole life. He is mine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And she's beating up Luke Skywalker, which is such a satisfying moment. It is. Because it's something that Kylo or sorry Ben Solo could not have done. Oh yeah, in that absolutely. She's as well. she's defending him on his bef- behalf. Yeah, yeah. And think about it, Kylo or sorry Ben Solo. It has never had that. His own father, yeah. like and mother, sent him away because they were afraid of what he was dealing with. His own uncle turned, you know, against him, and like he felt betrayed. He literally had no one fighting in his corner, not once. And I love that Ray was the person to be that for him. You know, and like loved it she she's the first one to actually believe in him
0: yeah despite having seen how dark he can be because han didn't believe it in the first movie he he thought his son was gone until leia told him otherwise but leia hasn't seen her son yet so yeah she's she's the one that still believes in him and she outright says you failed ben by thinking his choice was made but she, she yeah. still thinks that there's conflict in him. That there's a chance that if she goes to him, he will turn. She
1: literally says, he's our last hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. And, like, this is a throwback to, uh, we all know, Leia and Obi-Wan. But also, in this very film, like, Snoke's first interaction with Kylo and he says, like, hope still lives in this galaxy and it's a cut to, like, Ben's yeah. face. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, like I said yeah. clever clever editing in this movie. Um and then she uh, express delivers herself. <laughs> Prime, <laughs> prime, prime del- delivers herself to.
2: She like ben paid Solo. for that
1: expedited shipping, yep. and she made herself uh, a... a Snow White in the coffin. No, first she changed her outfit, and she's wearing Ben Solo's and makeup. old clothes, and, and makeup. she did her hair. Yep. and put makeup on. She got that mascara on. Yes, and she, she did got her hair. girl got ready for the date. She was like, I'm going on a date to see
0: my my boyfriend in the underworld. She got ready for the dick appointment. She yeah. literally ships herself in a coffin. In a coffin. She's very symbolic. Very. Um, Snow White. Very Snow White,
1: yeah. And uh, at first, guys, let's not forget Ben Solo. He actually prettied himself up too. Yeah, he he, he he did. He's less
0: greasy in this scene. He's less greasy. He took a
2: shower. shower. (laughs)
0: He's getting out
2: of his depression era. Yeah.
1: He's like, My girl is coming to see me. Oh my gosh, let me put, you know, let me clean myself. Let me, like, start my, like, hair regime because, you know, clearly had an intense one.
0: Let me grab my uh, handcuffs real quick. (laughs) Yeah. things are about to get interesting (laughs) this man is kinky
2: why did he handcuff her like come on because it's hot i know but like like okay what could she have done that he can't like protect himself against he just wanted to do that it's
0: for the visuals because this movie is is deliberately horny just visuals
2: Yeah. yeah she's
0: she has the handcuffs and and in the same shot you just see him holding his lightsaber which is literally the embodiment of his dick of his dick in front of his, his dick area
1: yeah no okay just okay looking at this movie with a childlike lens i think the whole point of the handcuffs guys it's is to say oh no bad guy <laughs> the visual <laughs> reminder of like his his purpose from snoke like his his mission is to like capture this yeah, You know, uh, this yeah. force-sensitive being. Um, but we're
0: didn't. not looking at this movie with
1: childlike I'm eyes. just saying.
0: I'm looking at it like a g- grown-ass woman who's very much
1: thirsty for Kylo Ren. Okay, we know. We know Ben Solo is kinky AF. We know he wanted to see the handcuffs on her hands. Well, he did. We know and it. that's why his hands are covering his pants, because we all know what's going on in them pants
0: what you said so anyways but i just want to say that when she's in that coffin okay at first she's like genuinely excited to see him and has a yeah, little smile she on has her face a little like a smile on her face in the novelization it specifically says that that ben actually smiles when he sees her in the coffin too like he's he's kind like they kind of like have a little banter at first but that was not in the movie but It's canon that they have, like, some banter, and then the the stormtrooper arrive, and they ruin it all, and, you know, Bay realizes that maybe things are not as they seem, but she still thinks that he's gonna turn.
1: He's gonna do the right thing. I mean, that was the whole reason she went there. She really believes he will turn, and Ben Solo will return. So, um, they enter Snoke's, uh,
0: throne No, elevator. Elevator. elevator Well, yeah, okay, oh, sorry, yeah, no, you're right, you're right, take it, take it, take it from here. (laughs)
1: So this was, um yeah, so Ray and Ben are on their way to Snoke's throne room and they talk and mm. she says his name, Ben. For the first time. For the first time. You know, uh, she's never said it to his face. Face
2: to face. She waited to say it face to face. And he's yeah.
1: shook it. He is so shook. <laughs> he literally, like, he's, he, like, turns so quick yeah. and he's like, oh my gosh, babe, say it again. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, but then he also says Ray um, yeah. when he's saying to her that I saw it too I know when the time comes you'll be the one to turn to the dark mm-hmm. side and she's like no I saw that you'll turn to the light and then she's basically saying that no she didn't basically say she did say point blank she was like you will turn to the light and I'll help you like she knows it'll be a struggle for him and she's willing to and forgive and forg- not forget but forgive what he's done and she'll help him through that process because of like the strong feelings she feels for
0: yeah. him. Yeah, and and the the "I'll help you" line. She she whispers it and looks at his lips as she's saying it. You literally look see her look down as at his lips, and he's like looking at her too. And they get real up close. She hadn't she didn't need to get that close.
1: She got she close. And his like his eyes are so smiley. Yeah. Like he looks alive in the scene for the first time. Not for the first time, but like in the scene of them together. uh uh-huh. He is like The sexual he... tension is Yeah. Wow. Sorry, I just feel like I'm fangirling here. I we need other opinions. S, what
0: is what is what is your uh, your takeaway from that scene when they get into the elevator? Would you were you thinking like, oh no. Nothing comes nothing good comes of an elevator scene. It's always horny stuff. It's always horny. I wasn't
3: thinking horny. I'm thinking oh. he's going <laughs> to deliver her. Really? To this creepy half-faced looking guy.
1: Girl! Every elevator scene, especially like Grey's Anatomy, is like uh, the definition of horny elevator. Because it literally could have been like in the hallway. It could have been like anywhere. But I just feel like the elevator is such a like, confined like space. Yeah. And she was so close to him.
0: You can't get away from each other in a in a confined space like that.
2: And you only have a short amount of time.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. So you gotta say what matters. Urgency. And Ray did mm. do that and say that. Yep. As, come on, I need thoughts. <laughs> did you notice that they were looking at each other's lips and stuff? No, I
3: yeah. didn't notice
0: that. <gasps> what? Rewatch the scene. Come on. It's about as subtle as when Kylo on Takodana when he first sees
1: her, he literally looks her up and down. It's about yeah. as subtle as that. But okay, we I just mentioned it, but we didn't talk about it. But um, as S is looking for that scene, um, yeah, Ray's outfit change wasn't it theorized or was it confirmed that it was Ben's old clothes? Uh, Wait, what? Oh, it could have been because it was like her, like his father's spaceship, mm. and where the, where would the clothes come from? Yeah. So they everyone was saying that it was like Ben's old clothes yeah. that would Damn. have fit her obviously at this stage, because he was younger when he would have been on that ship.
0: Damn. Hot.
1: But I don't know. I, I, I guess it's not confirmed then. I thought that was... Well, I
0: mean, I just love the fact that it's gray. You know, she's... She, as she's getting darker, her clothes are getting
1: darker. Gray. So I thought we were going the gray Jedi route, but we didn't.
0: Us let us know when uh, you get to the good part.
1: If you also want a moment alone, we'll give you that too. Yeah, moment of silence for us. No, it feels like, it doesn't feel like she's looking at his lips. It what? No, she does. Chest. She is. Literally, Literally, look at her eyes. He Mm-mm. Her eyes and like his eyes. Are you not noticing this, this? But and even if she's looking at his chest, do you look at your enemy's
2: chest? It lowers chest?
3: down a little bit past his lips.
2: So look at his throat. I mean, that's not less sexy. "Mm,
1: I I would kiss that. She wanted to bite him like a mate bites their mate. I would lick that. I would want my hand around that. And if she was looking at his chest then she wanted to grab a titty. Uh so they enter Snoke's uh room. Throne room. And they literally
0: look like a bride and a groom walking together to get married. (laughs) You're taking it too far. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I mean, listen. We just get a good, a good, a good look at the height difference between them. He's got yeah. his hand and on her back, and he's leading her
1: by her arm. Like he's not mm-hmm. like pushing her anywhere. It's just like him grabbing her arm. Yeah, very gently.
0: The look of just disappointment, hurt, pain when Ben learns that the connection was supposedly created by Snoke.
1: Love heart it. Heartbreak. You heard his yeah. heart shatter.
0: Yeah, that this literally. one
1: connection he thought was genuine and real in his life turned out to be a farce mm-hmm. and a lie fabricated by his manipulator.
0: Uh, and then he can't look at her when she's being tortured. He he can't bear the sight. He looks down at the floor instead. And she's literally being like crucified in the air.
1: Mm-hmm. Honestly, what I found really disturbing in that scene was like you hear her scream and then. It cuts to, like, another scene that's going on with, like, the resistance, I believe. Yeah. And then it cuts back there, and she is, like, she's sweating, and, like, you can tell, like, he violated her. Oh, Snoke yeah. Snoke violated her. So, like, it kind of made me feel like this is when you can say this was kind of rapish. You can imagine that he most likely did the same thing to him. Yeah. He,
0: ah, oh, he so did. So, Yeah. Um, and then you you get the moment that I kind of spoiled for us the last time where Ray grabs his dick. Oh yeah, she did grab his dick, his veiny <laughs> dick. His veiny dick. Not the rods. Yeah. His fiery rod. That that fiery, <laughs> what, what, what does he say? What does Snoke call it? That fiery...
2: I'm sorry, Snoke said speater. that?
0: Yeah, he calls it like, oh... I don't know. He says something. He 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 has like a name for Kylo's saber in that scene. I'm done. He um, does? Yeah. I just, uh, that that moment, uh, I remember that moment in theater going, oh I... my God, she is yeah. grabbing his lightsaber. She has a dark side
1: lightsaber in her hand and he lets her take it. No, my first time seeing that. My first time seeing that was the TV spot, yeah, of like Ray like grabbing his lightsaber. I'm like, wait, why does she have Kylo Ren's lightsaber? What's going on? And I, yeah, and I was like, oh my gosh, she has his lightsaber in her hands, in her puny hands. She has his lightsaber,
0: and he, and he doesn't even react. He totally lets her have it. He's totally fine with his dick in her hand. Yeah, he could have he could have used the
1: force and stopped it.
3: Is this what he says, Fury? Spit of hope.
1: Yeah, there is you go. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. And then she goes to attack Snoke, falls in front of Ben Solo. or sorry, Kylo Ren. I don't know who he is at this point. And um, <laughs> he, it, the, the the saber ends up right in front of him as he's, like, kneeling. And it's spinning, yeah. And then he's instructed, yes, by Snoke to kill Rey. Yeah. But what does he do instead, guys? Well, um, she's on her knees. <laughs> he uses she-
0: the finger. <laughs> she,
1: she went. Yeah. <laughs> No, I was going to say, S, can, do you deny that sexual innuendo there? No, there uh,
3: there, I can see. I definitely okay. saw that. I okay. yeah, felt it yeah. through the screen.
1: So yeah.
0: she's on her knees in front of a standing uh, Kylo ben.
1: and um, No, I was going to say, I just love the behind the scenes of this scene because like, oh, she's laughing, Daisy yeah. can't stop laughing. Because like, his is at his dick level, yes. and she cannot stop laughing. And He's pointing so it at her because he likes to do that. Um, yeah, his dick's pointing. It's it's yeah, happy. It's saying yeah, hi. It's, it's erect. It's it's right there. It's happy. To see <laughs> We're right. going to hell. I'm
0: so done.
1: <laughs>
0: um, and yeah, he does the like twisty thing with his hands. And Snoke is all like, "Oh my God, I see in his mind. I know his every intent. He kills his enemy." And then, <laughs> and then, just uh, like that, lights, the wrong lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. And kills Snoke with the Legacy lightsaber, which does yes. have significance, of course. Um, and then he does the the, come he, the hither, finger flick,
1: like uh, you can he come. fingers her back.
0: You know, she's been yeah. handling his dick, and now he's giving back.
1: We love a giving king. <laughs> we l- <laughs> exactly.
0: Oh, and shit. the saber flies towards her, and you just see her hand raise and grab the lightsaber midair, and that is the moment. That scene still gives me goosebumps every single time. The I remember how people erupted yes. in screams yes. in theater for that scene, that moment. Everyone gasped and screamed and was yeah. cheering and clapping and excited to see what was going to happen because he had finally done the right thing and they were
1: going to fight together. Yeah. Uh, So you were talking in The Force Awakens of, like, a certain scene in that movie was when, like, a crowd would, like, you know, scream in the theater. Mm -hmm. This was that moment. Uh This was the moment, at least in my theater, and I think you mentioned your theater as well, where we erupted. It was, like, cheers, claps, everyone yelling in that moment. Yeah,
0: I saw it three times in theater, if not four, and every single time, in every single one of those viewings, like, people screamed. It was an incredible experience that I will never forget for that reason. Yeah,
1: because, like, even her look of shock, she's like, what the heck? Were you ever, like, were you going to do this? And I feel like in that moment, according to, like, what Snoke was talking about, like, he knows his every move. I don't think Ben Solo knew at that point he was going to do it until he did it. They're fighting back to back. They As look predicted. at each other, they look at each yeah. other, they make sure they're okay, and yeah. then they turn back to back and start fighting, and then... Yeah, well, what we didn't what we didn't mention
0: before he kills Snoke, which is just, like, an important line that I don't want us to forget, is he says, I know what I have to do, which is a, a yes. callback to The Force Awakens when he's with his father and says, I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I, I have the strength, strength to do it. Here yeah. he just says, there was no I know part. what I have
1: to do, yeah. and he does it, but yeah. And he so, sounds so confident in that moment. Oh, yeah. Uh. yeah <laughs> and and so they're fighting back to back
0: she's she's in blue he's in red, and uh we get the the famous mm. what 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 famous moment do we get the thigh
1: grab trademark thigh grab <laughs> trademark <laughs>
3: Is that where he kind of kicks back?
1: Yeah. Guys, okay. yes. It's like they know what they need in that moment. They know what each other needs in that moment. He knew that think? she needed the support to kick. Yeah. So he bent, and her butt was on his butt. She grabbed almost Right up bit. in his crotch.
0: She's all <laughs> up yeah, in Yeah, she was crotch. all
1: up in there, and she did that kick, and it was a beautiful scene. Uh-huh. I, I literally watched it three times as I was doing this watch for this. Podcast. They're
0: so in sync, and they know. They don't need to, to to talk to each other. They know, yeah. like you said, exactly what's going to happen and how they're going to do it. Uh, it's beautiful to to witness.
1: This was like you could see them finally as one. Like the whole like idea of like this force yeah. connection. Yeah, they believe it's no longer there because of Snoke, but in that moment, they're acting as one. Like they can't yeah. deny the fact that they are connected through the force. And
0: again, it's it's a it's a callback to the the yin and yang imagery in the force awakens with the lightsabers where the the yes. red one is being pushed in the snow and the blue one is being lifted mm-hmm. yeah here again there's the the yin yang uh imagery happening again yeah uh Ray gets a scar uh, the scar haunts me till this day and the scar is two hands reaching out to one another did you notice that Esther
3: is it the one where she's he's looking he's looking around and then he locks eyes at where she's at and then on the arm? I'm just mm-hmm. watching that right now. Okay. okay.
0: Well, yeah. I don't know if you can maybe you can see it in the scene. It's it kind of yeah. goes fast, but she has a scar on her ha- on uh-huh. her arm, and it's like two hands reaching. Yeah, like it's like this. I th- I think you do see it in the scene, like right you after. You do, you do. He's so like scared and worried and looking at her. Like, is she he okay? Does looking. she need me?
1: Yeah. Oh, I love it.
0: I know I've said it before, but, like, the sound of his lightsaber is such a turn-on.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, how it's, like, purring. It's so hot. And I love when he does that. When he blocks his face and only his eyes are, like, visible with the lightsaber. I love that shot so many times. Every time he makes it.
0: Looking at his girlfriend, making sure she's okay. She's handling herself. He's like, yep, she's all good. Okay. Continuing on. Anyways, that fight sequence ends with her... Seeing that he's kind of in a chokehold from this uh Praetorian guard, and she screams, Ben! And she throws the Legacy lightsaber to him, and he grabs it mid-air, and he ignites it, and mm-hmm. kills the guy behind him, and it's the hottest fucking move I've ever fucking seen. Yep. It was so hot, Ooh. and his
1: eyes are just on Twitching? Her. This man. The eye looks twitch? Like, ugh. This ugh. man looked like he was ready to fuck. Real hard. He was hard up and ready to fuck in that moment. Yeah. Until she, like, turned and ran. She's like, oh, the flea! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, all innocent and stuff, but that man was hungry in that moment. He, he was like, can, we, can we save her this victory, babe? Like, I'm ready. I've been ready. Yeah. Because at this point, he firmly believes they're on the same side. So he, he's just ready for that time. Yeah. Unfortunately...
0: We embark on a botched proposal, Marriage proposal. a la Pride and Prejudice yeah. 2005. Yes. In which he says all the wrong things. <laughs> he did. Uh, He says, well, first of all, it's time to let. The things, the little things die. I think is what he says. And time to let the old things die. Yeah, and uh, you know she's not really understanding what he means. And then uh, basically he says, uh, he says that very angry line where he's like, you have to let go, whatever. But the important part of that is that um, he he says, Ray, I want you to join me. We could rule together. And bring a new order to the galaxy. Please. And, and then she says, please don't do this, Ben. Please don't go this way. Which, if you've seen uh, episode three... Is a nod to Anakin and Padme. Yeah, it's a nod to that scene in episode three. Anyways, we get Ray. Nobody Writes
1: here. Yes.
0: Uh, Ray is revealed as a nobody.
1: Her parents were And nobody. I loved that. We love I that. I love that. I'm a fan of Ray Nobody. I am a Ray Nobody I will Nobody die stand. on that hill yes. again. For I life. will die on many hills in this film, yeah. clearly.
0: Ray
2: Nobody was the
0: way to go. You know why? Because Ray Nobody is all of us. Yeah. Exactly. Period. It's it's She literally embodies all of us who do not feel like the heroes of our own story and were kind of like aimlessly living our lives like what is the point of me why am i here what is my purpose where am i supposed to go where's my place where do i belong and he says you have no place in this story you come you're from nothing, nothing. you're, you no, are no you're no but not nothing but not to me.
3: me but not to me That was a good line, though, because I was getting really sad. I was like, why is he being so mean? And then he's sipping that to me, and I was like, okay. And I think in
1: that scene, because a lot of people are like, oh, my gosh, he's being so manipulative. He's saying she's nothing. She's no one. But I think in that moment, Kylo or Ben Solo has never been, like, free to speak his emotions. He doesn't know how to put them in a proper sentence.
2: He has the emotional maturity of a 15-year-old.
1: Because of trauma. Right. (laughs) Yeah, so I think at that point, he was being genuine in the sense where, like, she means so much to him. Yeah, but also, he's kind
0: of being honest. Like, I think this is another moment in the movie where the fourth wall is kind of, you know, toyed with. Where, you know, he's kind of voicing what everyone else was saying about the theory of Ray nobody of Rey coming from nothing because what you may not know us is that this was a huge point of contention in the fandom prior to this movie of like who is Rey? She must have like a family that we know of because or else what's the fucking point? So here he is the prince. He is the legacy. He embodies all of these characters in this story and he's the one looking at her saying you're nothing. You don't belong in this story. But you're actually very important to me. In my story. Yeah. And you, you, and, and, you know, I think the underlying thing is that she has to discover that she's important, period.
1: Yeah. And not, I think like, people no fail what. to recognize in these films, like in the sequel trilogy, that this trilogy had two protagonists. Not one. Ray was not just a, one main character. There were two main characters, and that was Kylo Ren and Ray. Well, they're a joint protagonist, yeah. Yeah. Two protagonists, and people just literally just thought Ray was the main person, and she was like nothing.
2: Also, I want to point out again um, for S and for anyone listening who is just here for Raylo, the starting person of the Skywalker saga, Anakin Skywalker, came from nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He is literally forced baby Jesus. Yeah. Yes. I, I don't I don't know if you know S. But he s he was born from the force. Yeah, his mom was a virgin. Literally, he's Jesus. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So
3: he,
2: there's no daddy, daddy Skywalker. He was born from nothing. Why all of a sudden cannot can she not be nothing? Because she's a woman. Exactly. Period. Thank that you. That is exactly
1: it. And people also believe that she was gonna be like related to Obi Wan Kenobi, which I would have been fine with if she, if she had to have a connection to someone else you know I think in the beginning for Force Awakens
2: I was more team Rey Kenobi but after this scene in The Last Jedi where she went head first to the dark side I knew she was what she was
0: (laughs) well actually can I out myself in the Force Awakens days I was actually a Rey Palpatine uh, girl until she said Rey nobody and then that changed my perspective personally because I was like that's the right path for this kind of story and this kind of character and what she's actually embodying for a lot of women out there it's important that she's ray nobody in the end but i was into ray palpatine back in the force awakens days
1: i think we should table this this discussion until the next discussion like the next episode but like i want to revisit that uh so this botched proposal however ends
0: with (laughs) join me and then the please he says please the
1: and he was like he begs please y'all are gonna make me cry he and his voice is shaking her. like he's literally yeah. begging her to yeah. choose him yeah let's and watch sadly... it on the big
3: screen real quick
1: <laughs> she's prepared
0: she's ready she's got it <laughs>
3: okay Wait,
0: do you want to hear it yeah let's, yeah let's hear it for the podcast so Yeah.
3: Do you want for drinking money the dead
2: in a pauper's grave in the joku desert so You're You
3: come from nothing. You're nothing. But not to me.
1: <laughs> Join me. The hand. When she sees the glove.
0: Yeah. He's gloved. It's Kylo Ren. It's not Ben Solo. Exactly. Ah. <laughs> God, that lie.
1: Do you think it would have been different if he w- didn't have the glove on? Oh, absolutely. oh yeah, absolutely. he would have been Ben, and she would have for sure taken that hand and then gripped something else, yeah. his lightsaber. <laughs> the, the the glove embodies
0: what he's hiding behind. Exactly. In that moment, he's not being Ben Solo. He's I his intentions him. are wrong. His his ideas are right, but the way he wants to go about them. His means are wrong. And she understands that this proposal, unfortunately, uh, we kind of linger on the hands. There's a whole question mark for a little while there. She's tempted by it. She's looking at it. Uh, But ultimately, she grabs the lightsaber. And the interesting thing here is that in The Force Awakens, when she grabs the lightsaber, it goes directly to her. He has no power over it in that moment because his intentions are wrong. Here, the interesting thing is that the lightsaber gets stuck between them. He's pulling on yeah. it, she's pulling on it, and it's completely balanced between them. Because while he may go about things the wrong way, I think the Force recognizes that what he wants is actually the right thing. He's just not, his intentions are, are not quite, you know, in the right place. Yeah. Uh, but they are equal in that moment, completely. Utterly, and the Force realizes that, and they break the lightsaber.
1: As a result, they break the legacy, they break the story. Yeah, going yeah to what you're saying, I agree, and like I feel like that was very much on purpose. And then again, the Force intervenes and breaks the lightsaber in two. Yeah,
0: the um, the Force always intervenes when they are trying to fight each other. Yeah,
1: the 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 ground
0: splits in the Force Wagons when they're fighting. The lightsaber splits here. I'm literally having
2: like an epiphany right now. I never noticed that. The force is
0: continuously forcing them apart when the force realizes that they're going to hurt each other and it doesn't want them to hurt each other. Yeah. It's beautiful. Oh,
1: interesting. Anyways,
0: the supreme leader is dead. Long live the supreme leader.
1: And my man chokes General Hux.
0: Yeah, because our man is the new supreme leader. He has just uh, made himself the supreme leader.
1: He, he elected himself. Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, from one kind of anger to a different kind of anger, uh, we are on crate. The battle is happening. Kylo is in his ship, and he's back to being Kylo fully now. He's just, like, really embraced th- that side. He's
1: hurt that he got rejected by his girl. He's
0: betrayed by his lover, so he's, like, yeah. fine. I'm going to go dark side, babe. Um, And then he sees her in the (laughs) ship. And and he's like, like, blow that piece piece of junk junk out of the sky. (laughs) (laughs) That was crazy. This man's unhinged. Yeah. But meanwhile, uh, the force projection of Luke Skywalker arrives at the resistance base and talks to Leia and leia has lost hope in her son Green which girl. i will never forgive her for and she says i know my son's gone and he says no one is ever really gone which is the line that's gonna haunt us mm-hmm. yeah. rest of our fucking lives mm-hmm.
1: until then- episodes
0: 10 11 12 thank you very much yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> um No, but then this also is a nod to, like, um, it was, like, a general theme, like, with Admiral Haldo, as well as Poe yeah. Dameron, as well as Leia, when, like, her saying is, like, hope is like the sun. Mm-hmm. Hope is like the sun. If only you believe in it when you see it, you'll never make it through the night. And so in this moment, I would I would think sun, as in, like, the, the star in the sky, is replaced with sun, as in, like, your own child. Okay, and I'm the one going in too deep. I'm just saying. So yes, Luke says his like, uh, you know, he talks to Leia after years and years apart. And he does what he has to do and goes out on the field of crate And uh, he gives the resistance time to escape because Kylo is coming to kill them all. I hate this scene
0: so much. Adam Driver, the way he portrays his character in this scene where you can literally see that he is shaking and terrified this is this is a ghost from his past that's yeah. coming back and this is trauma for him like he literally thought that this his uncle was gonna kill him like imagine the scar that that leaves on someone and he
1: reverts back to that age that he that was little betrayed boy. yeah yeah you see it in the way he acts you see it in the way he he speaks to mm-hmm. luke in this sense mm-hmm. Um, Of course, I mean, there's the
0: poison that Snoke has been feeding him about his uncle this whole time as well. So, of course, that adds to, like, how terrified he is. But he's shaking. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I want every gun we have to fire on that man. Like, he's literally trying to obliterate Luke out of the world because he's scared, like we said. Uh, Of course, Luke is unfazed. Kylo goes down. And uh, decides to face his his demon, his enemy, his demons. Yeah, literally. Yeah. And uh, and that's when he uses the exact same moves
1: as Ray when she Rey. was
0: training earlier on in the movie, which is genius. It was for
1: really. this scene. Yeah. 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 Is that yeah. scene? And that's when you find out Luke is a force projection.
3: Yeah. That, that was, should have clued me in on the third freaking Like, I should have, like, questioned that. because Why is he dead? <laughs> he was a whole-ass person in the first right? one. And he's, like, a projection in the third. I was just like... <laughs> I should have questioned him more, but I continued. It's okay. You're like, it's
1: yeah. a sci-fi film. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Anything goes.
3: Kylo says,
1: did you come back to forgive me to save Ugh. my soul? Um, I feel like, in a way, he was asking, you know, like, did you come here to ask for forgiveness? And he says no. With a smug ass smirk on his face. Luke is, like, fully looking at him like he's a villain and not his own nephew, that he failed. Yeah. And so they fight,
0: fight, 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 and then Luke ends with see you around, kid, which he never fucking saw him around.
2: And I was like. Anyway. (laughs) Talk about deadbeat, like, Deadbeat dad, deadbeat family member, like deadbeat
1: uncle. Right, everyone fucking
0: left him the fuck alone in his moment of
1: pain. Even his grandpa. Literally everyone. Anyways, G, I know from the beginning of this episode, you said you had some strong feelings um, towards the scene. It's just to make a very long story
2: short. Luke Skywalker spent his whole goddamn life running from his problems and ha- having other people solve his problems for him those are the prequels the originals however in this scene he couldn't even face the one person that like needed that like face to face this is the one part of the movie where i think ryan johnson like let me down was like kill luke for real well he is dead for real <laughs>
1: He did die. He did die he but a
3: brutal I, I wanted like one. I yes. Yeah.
2: I just but I know it's not gonna happen because it's Luke Skywalker and whatever, but like Yeah. I just thought it was so stupid that he was a freaking force projection the whole time.
1: I disagree. I personally think this scene was done well. Yeah. Besides like the whole smug smirk um that Luke wore throughout the whole thing. I mm-hmm. think like the purpose of Luke in that scene was to make sure that Ray survives, that the resistance survives.
2: Yeah, but you go a whole you go the whole movie uh, and I get it, people can have a change of heart. But you go a whole movie ignoring these people and saying I can't do nothing for you. Blah, 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 and then all of a sudden I'm going to be the one to save everyone. I just hate Luke. I'm this is this is my
0: bias. I don't see it that way. I think unfortunately there's an emotional disconnect between this movie and the following. I yeah. think this movie was setting something up where this wasn't the right moment for that connection. Mm-hmm. And I think Ryan Johnson was hoping that it would be picked up and that in the following movie we would get to have a connection between Bay a Bay. Between Bay between Bay but but there is an emotional disconnect there there's a storyline disconnect there um, agreed where unfortunately w- the way it leaves us is as if he's taunting Kylo mm-hmm. even more where he's kind of smirking and laughing and feeling like he he got one on his on his nephew and it feels wrong for that reason but but if we forget the Rise of Skywalker or we we put ourselves back into how we felt when we didn't have the Rise of Skywalker yet, I, I, I understand this scene and I understand what it was meant to actually do and what it was trying to set up. And I actually, I don't know, I, I appreciate it. You know, I appreciate that he, he made that sacrifice. And I think for me, what it embodies is that he's fully realizing that this is not his fight this is race fight this is so he's just intervening to help them get away because now's not the time they need to rebuild the resistance so it's not the time for this conversation it's not the time for this fight let me help them let me do this one thing and I will make this literally the last thing I do until before I die but I will give them a chance because this is between Rey and Kylo and they have to work
1: things out together yeah and also to take it a step further in a sense like maybe he saw this as his own redemption in a way like for being so distant for being so like far removed from everyone i know you hate luke but like just so far removed and like disappointing everyone that this was his one moment of like let me
2: do my best
1: yeah let me redeem myself in a way let me be there for leia when i wasn't there for her as, how did you feel about that whole scene? Like, did you expect more from it? Did you want more from it?
3: I think it was fine. I mean, I don't have, like, these deep thoughts, like, how you girls have intense feelings towards, I mean, when it comes to, like, Luke Skywalker, but, I mean. But did you feel like that the, the
0: his arc was satisfying? Like, did you get the payoff when you realized, like, oh, he's not actually there and he's force projecting? because. It does tie back to the beginning, their first force bond where Kylo tells Rey, you, you're not the one doing this. The effort would kill you. So in the end, Luke is actually doing that. He's projecting through the force, which kills him because you can't do that unless the force is literally willing it to happen. Yeah. So.
3: Okay. Now that you like mentioned that, it's kind of like.
0: Yeah. <laughs> A little like, whoa. <laughs>
3: A little whoa moment. Yeah.
0: And I, I think uh, when he goes in with the lightsaber and kind of, like, goes through his chest and realizes that it's a projection, I, I actually think that the first no, wh- which is a softer no that he says, that Kylo says, yeah. I think that's him realizing that he's going to die. And I think... In, in, really? In like a, yeah. I think he realizes you're not here. And I know that you're going to die. Yeah, th- you're going to die from this. And I think there's still a-, a little bit of, like, vulnerability and sadness in that no of, like, this is going to kill you. Like, why have you done this? But then, you know, quickly mm. he reverts back to, you know, his his anger and his pain and his his fear. And the second yeah. no is, like, you know, the evil no where he's like, yeah. I missed my chance you know but yeah. it, the first no is telling for me it, it's the no of a little boy that understands his uncle is about to die
1: I personally perceive that no as in like like you're gonna die and I wasn't the one to do it and then the no it's is like soft, no though. the first no oh my gosh like that. no I think it was like no like incredulous, like incredulous. Mm. yeah 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 like, yeah. like, like, like not believing like Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, he's like, like, what what the heck? And then the second no, I think, is more so, like, he let himself be distracted, and the Resistance escaped. But that was my perspective. Everyone watches movies differently, uh-huh. for sure.
2: I, and I have just one more thing to say about, like, the taunting smile and stuff. And, again, this just goes to my bias of how much I don't like Luke Skywalker. How <laughs> dare you joke around with someone that you almost killed?
0: But also, like, even his... I'm
1: sorry, Ben. Like, it doesn't even sound that It wasn't genuine. Yeah. It wasn't genuine. Luke feels immense guilt, yeah, but it was more so for letting Ben turn to the dark side, not feeling guilt for, like, killing, like, almost trying to kill the nephew that loved him and that worshipped him and, like, you know, sought to be taught by him. Mm -hmm. It was never that. He never referred to himself as, like, Uncle Luke or, like, he basically said, like, it was, like, he felt guilt because all he saw was, like, The eyes of, like, a pupil... Like, his pupil looking up at his master Mm -hmm. or whatever. Not, like, the eyes of my nephew looking up at, you know, his uncle.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, basically everyone in Ben's life has failed him. Yeah.
1: And then he perceives Ray's rejection as a failure as well. Like, she didn't choose me like everyone else did. His dad
0: lost hope. His mom has lost hope at this point. His uncle comes back, doesn't offer the hand that he needs, doesn't offer the apology that he needs... Everyone has disappointed and failed him, and he's left utterly alone. And at this point, I mean, even his girlfriend has has failed him. They're on a break. <laughs> he has break. rejected him. Yeah, he's. They're on a break. They're, they've broken up momentarily. Um, yeah. Which actually, funnily enough, brings us to uh, the last scene the that last I scene. want to discuss in this movie. Yeah. Same. Which is. Uh, He's coming in to the resistance base, looking like a snack with all of his stormtroopers behind him, looking like a war general, very determined on a mission. And then the second that he enters the room and finds his father's dice on the floor, he gets on his knees and right away he's got a tear sliding down his eye and he's back to being vulnerable. And crying and emotional and just like that. Like, his persona is so fractured at this point, he can't keep it up. And he... They have that last and final... Well, for now, anyway. Connection. Force connection. uh, Rain Kylo. And she has that look of disappointment. She's disappointed in him. He's sleeping on the
1: couch tonight. That was one
3: of my... They weren't really looking at each other. That was through the through the bond, the right? force. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was
1: through the force. Yeah. Oh, so he was okay. he. Their bond is so strong at that moment that they were able, obviously, to see their surroundings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he knew that obviously she was on the ship and like yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just thought that scene was so sad because they realized that the force bond has always been there between them, and it wasn't Snoke that did that. Yeah. Um, and just the way he flinches when she metaphorically like shuts, shuts the, door the door to door their bond, yeah, um, by closing the door to the Falcon, and he's left alone, yeah. and like his head is just bowed, and he looks utterly defeated. And the dice disappears. They disappear, yeah. and so yeah. even that is leaving him. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like he's utterly defeated. Like he, that is not the face of I'm like a, really a powerful villain. villain. He's yeah. a broken man. At this point, yeah, and he knows that what they had was real, and he sabotaged that as well, just like Snoke would have wanted. So that's
0: where we're left with this movie. We don't know. I mean, we haven't seen the Rise of Skywalker yet. We don't know what this is going.
1: i'm like S overly is like, jaded to this point as <laughs> we're like if you don't want me to hear it, like talk about it negatively at all then listeners i'm sorry you're probably gonna have to avoid the next episode
0: but also like let's leave us like she's allowed to yeah. be excited about it and she's yeah, okay, yeah, about sorry. it and and as like personally i don't mind being excited about some of these things with you like i genuinely think that there are things here that I can appreciate and celebrate you in. And there are things that I can let go.
1: Okay. Um, we'll see. (laughs) It's going to be my first time watching it. Um, after I saw it in the theaters where I felt absolutely numb and absolutely literally bawled my eyes out for two days before it. Um, and returned all my other movies, movie tickets, sorry for that weekend.
0: As as this episode may just be you, me and Veronica.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I can be a great actress. Are you ready? <clears throat> Honestly, I loved the Rise of Skywalker, guys. I'm ready to talk about it. You're such How was How was it? I, I thought that was good acting.
0: Well, I hope everyone's very excited for that. Uh, <laughs> it's sure to be a very interesting conversation, full of uh, ups and downs. It's going to be a roller coaster of emotions. There may be tears. There may be arguments. There may be shouting. At each other, Uh, ass is probably gonna
1: squeal a time or two. But I do think, I do think it'll be interesting because we have such polar opposite opinions on this film. I
0: I think I'm Switzerland.
1: No, that's what I'm saying. Like we have two people that are like far, far like hate, loathe immensely want to destroy. And then we have S who's like, you know what? I loved everything about that film up until that point. How can you be, how can you be Switzerland? No, because I just cut things out of my life
0: very easily. (laughs) You're a Taurus. You really are a (laughs) Taurus. Like when something causes me pain, I let it go. I let it the fuck go. So (laughs) I I can take in what I like and I can let go of what I don't.
2: I hold a grudge.
1: Who's the Taurus now holding a grudge over there? Oh, Leos
2: hold grudges. Ooh. Do they? Yes.
1: Okay, anyways, we're sidetracking. Let's end this. Uh, anyways, so like I said, uh, promises to be
0: a very entertaining episode at the very least. Uh, S is going to rewatch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to have to. Yeah. And so, hopefully, you'll join us for that. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to reach us, uh, you have opinions and thoughts of your own, or you have fanfic uh, suggestions to share with us, which, please.
2: Yeah, uh, and if
1: you can find, like, the, like, absolute raunchy, like, over-the-top, intense, like, mind-bending ones, send this way.
0: Anyways, uh, long story short, you can find us online uh, on Twitter. It's the RTM Pod. Uh, on Instagram, it's Romancing the Monsters Podcast. TikTok is Romancing the Monsters Pod. Uh, YouTube, just search for the name of our podcast and you should be able to find us. Uh, and if you want to email us, it's the monsters podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to find me specifically, it's Romancing the Monsters. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Try again. But if you want to reach me
3: specifically, it's actually Frozen Lovers uh, on both Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me as yes, on both. Twitter and Instagram at But This Book.
1: And you can find me from both Instagram and Twitter at Pros With Woes. And also, if you want to subscribe to our podcast and any of the podcast platforms, feel free to do so. And also, if you'd like to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please do it if you'd like, if you have the time. Yeah. Oh, um, oh, and also, forgot to mention, um, we're on coffee now. So right if you'd like to uh you know send sponsor us, us um we are uh coffee.com slash romancing the monsters um yeah so we just started it just so it would it
0: helps us with the costs of running a podcast really that's all it's yeah about. uh <laughs> but lastly gee Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. It was lovely to have you back. I know. I miss it. it. Uh, And uh, do you want to shout out quickly where people can find you online? Sure.
2: Uh, You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Gabby is Booked.
0: There you go. So, see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.